and welcome to the next greatest ever 8-4 play <laughs> podcast, uh, your only podcast about Japan and games and Japanese games. I'm your host, Mark Gaming Jesus McDonald. Uh, with us today, uh, a very special guest waiting in the wings for a very horrific Resident Evil-tastic <laughs> Podcast. We're gonna talk. Biohazard. We're I thought gonna you were gonna say you're <laughs> That would have been good. Why, why are you telling me this now? Five yeah. minutes too late. Um, but we're gonna talk Resident Evil Six uh, trailer um, in detail. Yeah, I'm sure. The bro explosion and um, Resident Evil Revelations. Um, and with us for that is um, Mr. CVX Freak himself. Um, off mic. Uh, Alex, I'm going to save your nickname for later, Aniel. Um, but <laughs> here now to uh, to go over a few games before we get into that, what we've been playing. Uh, to my right, JJ Compound W, Epperson. Compound, Compound w? w? Oh, <laughs> WD-40 like maybe? WD-40. No. No. That too. What's Compound <laughs> W? That would have worked too. You don't know what Compound W is? I it's do a not. generational thing? Maybe. Compound uh, W is what you put on warts and oh. it slowly <laughs> burns them off. Uh, maybe you should have been like Compound not, WD-40. Not, not really uh, dinner talk, but uh, yeah, I had some warts removed. <laughs> yeah. <on my> plate. <laughs> I'd like to point out that JJ decided to talk about this immediately after we came back from lunch. So. Well, because like, they finally, they finally came lunch off. lunch a couple times <laughs> That's too, true, right? Did. Yeah. <laughs> they finally came off, and I was really excited about it. And where were these uh, warts? Just on my foot, and oh. there was one on my thumb, but I got rid of it. Your really? Thumb, thumb, yeah. Hand right, thumb. like right, right next to my fingernail. Really? Was that, was that all of them? All of your warts? That was it. Gross. Would you you learn something about warts too, right? <laughs> In this whole thing, that they hurt really bad when you remove <laughs> Besides that, well, we don't have time, so we're gonna yeah. just not go into Spare it. you the word talk. <laughs> Any further? Um, across from him, uh, Hiroko no Daiboken Minamoto. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes. Um, I can explain this one because uh-huh. we. I guess we have to be kind of careful. Right. We've been trying to think of names for a game mm-hmm. that we are bringing to japan uh-huh. we're, we're happy to say we're not going to say what it is we're going to talk more about that soon but um we are are localizing and working with a very cool company and some cool guys yeah, on the cool game the cool people yeah mm-hmm. yeah um so we're excited to talk more about that later but we have to think of a, the name first right. and getting it right in japanese is is not easy so we've been relying on hiroko a lot to about how stuff sounds and mm. pinging different people mm. about yeah. different ideas and stuff like that. Yeah. How's yeah, it going? It's difficult. It's a, <laughs> it's a challenge. But, right. And, you know, you ask a lot of people and then everybody has different opinions. And usually, like, it would be great if all the opinions kind of line up, but right. they don't. Like, yeah. they're totally, sometimes they're totally opposite. Right. You can so. have, like, seven people with seven different opinions. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, f- I feel kind of lost now. But, right. But, yeah, we, we have to come down with a cool name, so. Yeah, I, f- I feel like, we talked about this, but I felt like back when we were on EGM and in, in video game magazines, you'd see people would make what the cover is going to look like for that issue. Mm-hmm. And they would send it around to this like group of people and ad sales and circulation and so-and-so and say, okay, what do you guys think? Mm-hmm. And it was just 
Sometimes, I mean, it was just the most completely random. It was like, well, yellow covers just right. don't sell. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, that was big. Like, the color thing came up all the time. Yeah, no, yeah. It was like, yellow uh, sell, that Yoshi's story cover just totally did not sell. And that's literally what it was. And so, uh-huh. yellow covers do not sell. Was bad. No <laughs> yellow covers. Not even, not even the famous Nintendo Bowers Super Mario 3 cover? Pretty, pretty sure these people got paid more than we did to come up with lo- these conclusions. Oh, they, too, they absolutely like, did. Really? Out in your sleep. And I mean, I don't, it's, it's one of those things where if you look at, a bunch you know if you try to isolate really simple data Mm -hmm. uh, if you try to take something that's so complicated as far as human behavior and boil it down into easy to just sum up and understand if you don't know anything about video games thing Mm -hmm. you end up with stuff like colors or people like big numbers in the cover lines like right right there was like well this this opm when i was on official playstation magazine sold amazing like why can't we get more like blue covers like that and i was like well <laughs> that that issue had the fucking metal gear solid demo packaged with it like you do you not understand no like connection. that right. no connection wait a minute so we should be changing our our little podcast icon to different colors so more people would download it if Maybe we it be a blue icon yeah i guess so if <laughs> we followed with, the data with a free demo of Metal Gear. <laughs> yes, I the free demo. Actually, if we follow the data, JJ, you would not be on the podcast. <laughs> and we would talk about the Vita. Only. Oh, Vita only. I guess <laughs> only and only positively. I guess that's true. Which we are going to try to do, actually, this episode. We're going to talk about some, some Vita games um, as much as we can because we don't have a whole lot of time today. Um, but We should just name every episode Vita, Vita, Vita. <laughs> like everyone from now on. Um, continuing right along um, to Hiroko's right, my left, we have Brendan Eagle Scout Pritchard. Eagle Scout? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> goody two, good, or goody two shoes. JJ, you had another idea so, for what it was going to be. Uh, uh, hoko Onchi, which is Japanese for, you know, no sense of direction. No sense of, That's true. I, I, I don't deny that one. Because we went, we went to lunch yesterday um, while you guys were having a meeting, and... Uh-huh. Uh, um, there was a point where we went to JS Burgers. It's this burger place in oh, Shibuya. Nice. And um, I don't want to bore you with all the, the specifics. But, there. <laughs> but like I crossed the street uh, and Brendan went all the way down the street across from the light, went all the way back up the street. And just like went the totally wrong way to get there. I didn't know where you went. No, you saw me. You saw me. I was like, Brendan, you looked right at me and you were like, okay, okay. And then you went off in the wrong direction. Okay, are you telling me that Brendan got lost in Shibuya? He got got lost across the street. I I wasn't lost. You come here every day. Wait, this was, and this was so you could cross the street at the crosswalk and not. No, this was totally jaywalking. Oh no! But there were no cars coming. No, you're oh. jaywalking for you. Yeah, but Brendan I went, went down so that he could right. do it. Properly. Brendan was the good so citizen. <laughs> there, hence comes in. The well, well, no, because like, you know, like uh, he was okay. right across uh, from the street that would lead to the burger place. But instead of just crossing to go down that street, he went all the way around and back up again. In, all right, in, so. in my defense, I'm from California, and in California, if you don't cross on the crosswalk, you're liable to get killed. Because Actually, or you'll get a ticket. Like, yeah, I've been like yes, I've been there when people have gotten uh, jaywalking tickets. Right, like, oh, friend of the really? show, Mr. Che Chow. If, if you grow up in California, you don't jaywalk. Yeah, in Tennessee, yeah, you don't walk once, really. <laughs> um, so, and finally, rounding out the cast um, on the end here is a John Pretty Polly dress up, Ricky Ardy. <laughs> Pretty Polly dress up. I'm guessing you're not going to know what that's about. I, I think I know what it's about. Really? Is this about the, uh, the my Monster Hunter character? It is. Uh, <laughs> yes. Why don't you tell, explain tell that, John? 
Uh, so we went to a, a industry, a game, sort of like a a, a, a big game industry, uh, Shinnenkai, New Year's yeah. party, yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. with a lot of big name people, and um, you know, I knew that was a big opportunity to get uh, street passes for Monster Hunter, but the thing is, you pass out your guild cards, and um, you know, I told uh, who was I telling this to? You was were it, telling was it JJ? me. Somebody? It was us too. Telling somebody like I was trying to get better gear for my guy before I passed him out yeah. to all these like important industry people. But, like, <laughs> pathetic. So it's kind of like it's not pathetic. It's it's, it's smart, but um, unfortunately. The best I could do was a Jaggy S set, which isn't isn't all that. Well, at least yeah. it's it's upper it's tier. Upper, it's upper gear, yeah. But. Well, if any of those industry people are listening, they're about to be impressed by the knowledge you are about to drop about different Vita games, including Ragnarok. Everyone is just stunned by that segue. <laughs> yeah. uh, really? Rag- wow. <laughs> like such as let's get into let's get into talking about Vita stuff. Um let's talk more Vita games. We heard people wanted to hear more about Vita games. We're like, yeah, actually we should probably talk more about some Vita games. So yeah, we were getting feedback the, like the last few weeks, like why aren't you talking more about Vita? It's like well, there's no there games no coming games, out. you know, like nothing actually came out that we had some stuff well I, okay, so now wipe out. Uh, a lot of people are excited about that game came out today actually. Wipeout twenty forty eight last week. It did? Yeah, you're really off on your dates lately. Dude, the yeah. demo's been out for and the demo's been the out demo for a while. The game have been out oh. for a week, yeah. Um, so who's played it? Not me. Well, that's the problem. See, I played the demo, but uh the loading time is really horrible, like really horrible. Um I don't know if this is something we have to worry about in future Vita games or whatever, but like it's like a probably what, like a solid minute or something to load a track, which is like hmm. you know, and when you redo the track you have to load it every time. Uh, but I wow! Mean, so like, if you just like want to restart, it doesn't just restart you. It like reloads the track. Uh, right. Yeah, and you know, I think that I'm gonna. I, I, this is exactly but that's like what the I first thing you the- thought of when you thought of the game. Yeah, is that it's lo- that it's made me not want to buy the final game because I don't want to wait. Like, why do I have load times when it, when it's a download game? Like, that doesn't make any yeah. sense. I really know? feel like it's hmm. probably the speed of the card. It's. I, I mean, it's. Here's the thing. People be, talked about this with the 3ds too, right? There's load times on the 3ds. Resident Evil yeah, has load times all up and down. Oh yeah, but they're not bad load times. I mean, I mean, they're, they're not, not good. You don't want them at all for sure. But yeah. this, this is legitimately like PS1 right. era like bad load. Oh, times. I see. Yeah. You guys remember Bushido Blades load times? That was not. ridiculous. Bushido Those that that. That yeah. game. Let's talk more. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Talk about, the, talk about the game. I don't have so much. So I to said say. before the podcast that this, I, I was, I was worried about talking about Wipeout because I don't want to sound like a hater, but like, I, I mean, I like Wipeout. In fact, I love XL. Like back in the day, I think that was called twenty something in uh, in Europe, twenty ninety seven, twenty forty two. No, that's this one's a pretty cool, but that yeah. only Europeans know that because in the U.S. it was called XL. But um. You know, I loved it back in the day, but like I don't. Yeah, there's a story to wipe out. Yeah, I apparently. saw people talking about that on Twitter. Like, wait, what? This is really? Like the first, this what? Is the beginning. This really? is like the first tournament or something. This one or something like that. Like hey. people, people wow. make fun of. I honestly don't care, so don't, don't, yeah. you know, shoot me if I'm wrong. People but. make fun of caring about the Resident Evil story, but like, I'm sorry, like no the story and wipe, wipe out. out. The fact that shouldn't have a story. Something <laughs> would be a prequel in that world is like what? what? Well, you know, but, I, but that said, better to have it than to not. As long as no, sure, I'm not saying. Yeah, yeah. At yeah. least there's no like cutscenes and stuff. That F Zero had a story too. Yeah, F Zero had a story. This is that's, true. That's true. But, uh, <laughs> the thing is, Wipeout. So the okay, I should start with the good. The game has more style than like probably every other Vita game I've played combined. Like it is the 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 like the menus and just the design of the cars. Like always, like the the style is completely wipe out. Notch. Yeah, I mean, would you say it's like a showcase for your Vita? Would that be the game that you would show to people and be like, bam, look at um, that shit? 
the graphics. I mean, it's among yeah. them. Yeah, it's that's a really, different, really pretty. That's the a showcase thing. game I would show is Gravity, which Gravity Rush, which isn't out oh, yet. But okay. I mean, I think um, I think Wipeout is a really pretty game. Yeah, the thing about Wipeout for me has always been that I I, I think it's a little bit style over substance. Like it, it's a good racer, uh, but it's. It's a pretty simple. It's simple, and it's more. It's more of how. It's more the, the looks than anything else, and the feel, and the sort of well, the music a, too is like you know really right, good. Right. There's a lot of depth to getting like your time down. If you really get into it, like a good ridge racer, there's a lot of depth to hitting a turn just exactly right, right and stuff right, like that. Right. But well, it is just like there's not a there's you know the different well, weapons. That's one of the reasons. Well, why actually, I, not anymore. The yeah. PlayStation Three version has a whole bunch of modes that aren't just racing. Like you're shooting down mines and like. Your uh, PS3. That PS3. sounds right. horrible. Yeah. No, it's it's actually I mean, I, no, the I PS3 really fun. It's actually the PS3 fun. shooting uh, down mines. Wipeout is. I kind of enjoyed awesome. the PS3 wipeout. Yeah, but but forget about that for now because we don't have a lot of time. Um, <laughs> the thing about Wipeout XL the back in the day that was amazing is for that reason, like to get that depth, you could play with the Negicon. You remember that controller, the twisty controller? Yeah. Talk about overrated. No I way, dude. Think that thing is overrated. <laughs> no way, dude. Ne- Negicon is the only way to play Wipeout and the only way to play Ridge Racer. Like if you what. Mm, Yes, uh, I don't I, agree. It's like I driving, owned it's one. Like driving stick says, versus says, automatic. No. Says the guy who must have a Franken stick to play uh, Resident Evil. Dude, yeah, right stick what? is necessary in Resident Evil. What are you trying Evil? to say? It's not, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm just talking shit. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking shit doesn't make sense. One is one works, one doesn't. I'm, 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 I'm you're right. I am open to <laughs> an accessory. According, according to CVX freak. And then we'll hear later. Listeners yeah. who know better, like me, please call in and tell Mark why he's wrong. <laughs> uh, don't call in. Write in whatever you do because it's like a super cool idea. The Nintendo yeah. is amazing. Like you can get more out of those games than than you can without it for sure. Like that's just it's, it's incontrovertible fact basically. Like you cannot I can beat you with a Nejicon if you don't have one simply because you can do more with it once you master it. Like it basically Well, that's what I wanted to like it. I wanted to like it and I and I'm all for like the cool it was a cool idea. You know what I'm talking about right? Not the Jogcon. The, no. the Jogcon was stupid. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I owned one. But um anyway, like you know, without that, like Wipeout I uh, I'm just, it's not really, and the fact that the loading times are so bad, like, I, I want to So what's not grabbing it. you? Stop talking about the loading times. What's not grabbing you about the game? Oh, the same thing that kind of, like, has always not really grabbed me about Wipeout is just that, like, without, you know, the sort of extra control thing, I just feel sort of like it's it's a simple racing game with kind of dumb physics where, you know, you're bouncing off the walls all the time and stuff. And, like, I never really felt like it's, you know, I know I'm going to get murdered for this. but Yeah, like, I, I it never sounds really... like you just suck at the game. No, no dude, I don't suck at the game, dude. I if you're just bouncing off the walls, if you're bouncing off the walls all the time, I'm, I'm pretty but sure I'm you're not like, doing well. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying, like, that I'm bouncing off the walls. I'm saying that that kind of physics, like that sort of Gran Turismo-y thing where you just bounce off shit to get around. I don't like well, that you're really going to get flamed. Well, here, let me let me distill this. I what well, I, I, I said beforehand, I don't care if I get flamed. I said beforehand, like, I, I what I, I want to bring this up. What I hear you saying, but you have not said, is that it's more of the same. Is that what you're trying it's to say? Definitely more of the same. Okay, so I think that's what you're trying it's to say. Crazy pretty, right? Looks really good. Sounds better than I remember it sounding. Like as far as like the in-game sound effects and things like that. Like it has a sort of gritty, like realistic feel to the uh, sounds that I really like. Right. And the music is awesome. I like the way they say the ship names. Faisal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just wanted to use your voices. I did. Yeah. I did. More voices. People want more voices, so right. work that in when you can. Okay. But, but, uh, anyway, but, it falls right on the border of buy, don't buy for me. And I think I would have bought it if the load t- issues were better. But then I was asking around on Twitter, and it seems like it's in the, in the real game, too. The loading is really bad. It's not just the demo. So it sounds like you're, you're just saying it's more of the same, not that the same is bad. Right. It's just you've seen it before. And the before. extra bad load times, there's just what the little thing that's going to push you over the right. 
towards. And I don't think that's like like I think if I were to preach to anybody else who who's buying a Vita, if you even like remotely like the game, it looks buy worthy to me. It's just not for me. I think graphics are really impressive. It does. Graphics are amazing. Yeah, yeah. it looks great. And I have it downloaded, great. and I just I meant to Dude, play it. So stylish. I want to see it. Art directors like should play this game as like study because mm. it looks awesome. Mm. Cool. Okay. Well, um, let's let's move on then, uh, Brendan. Uh, you have played a number of Vita games, actually. Katamari, we were going to talk about last week. Right. We didn't. Give me, give me, we got to keep it kind of short, but sum up your thoughts on Katamari Vita. Um, touch my Katamari. Yeah, touch my Katamari. Yeah. Um, well, if you, it's it's definitely a Katamari game. It It's not breaking too much new ground in the Katamari game and series. Each Katamari game after the first one, which is been kind of one of my problems with the series was for mm. such a crazy new fresh innovative game there have been some fun weird new characters you know different things like co-op and stuff but nothing's really like broken the mold or even like i don't know even like shot in an interesting new direction since the original one well the major differences with this one um the first is that now you can actually change the shape of your katamari to help you get through the obstacles in mm. each of the stages and, and you're stretching you it can with the stretch back screen it, or? With, it can either back screen or the front screen i actually find the front screen it's easier can i ask a question real quick so like the point of katamari damasi is to get bigger and then roll over things that are in your way like why do you exactly. need to like shrink and and like get flat that's when actually, eventually you're just going to roll them over I can give you a good example. It, it First of all, it helps you roll up smaller things faster because in one of the early stages, there's a table in the way. Mm-hmm. It's a very low table, and there are, I think they're like tacks on the ground below the table. And the only way to get under the table to to collect the tax and everything below it is to stretch out so that you're almost flat. Right. And then you roll under then the table. what do you, like, roll, like, a hot dog, basically, or something? Exactly. Like, oh. And eventually you'll get bigger and, and eventually get the table. You can yeah. get oh. the table and but, first right. get over the table yeah. and then get the table itself. Cool. You've always, when you were too small, when you hit objects that were too big, right, like, right. bounced off. You'll just yeah, bounce yeah. off. Well, no, I was just asking a question so you'd explain the game a little bit. Uh, right. Ah, you were shilling. Yeah, <laughs> you were shilling. Well done. The other thing you can do is you can stretch it so that it's it's tall and it's tall so you can get like a large maybe a stack of items like a stack of pennies oh, or okay. something. You can be large and you can just grab all the pennies at once. Gotcha. Oh. So does that change? Does that make it feel very different? Is that is that fun? It's fun. Sometimes it's a little hard to tell whether if you're changing shape, you'll still be able to pick it. You'll be able to pick it up or not because mm-hmm. let's say it's something really, really tall. You can change your shape so that you're tall. You'll hit it. It's, you still might you not still be big enough. Big enough was the issue, right? And I sometimes see. it's hard to judge that. But it's it's fun to see something and be like, oh, there's no way I can pick that up. And it's like, but wait a minute, there is, mm-hmm. and right. you find the correct orientation to. But wait a minute, there <laughs> is. But wait a minute, there is. <laughs> Um, the other thing that's kind of cool, though I actually haven't had a chance to take advantage of it, is it has near connectivity mm. on the Vita. N e a r the N-E-A-R. Vita, like, um, hey, people are close to me. What games are they playing? Kind of little app thing. So supposedly, I'm I'm just saying from the stuff that's in the game. I have it hasn't happened to me yet. Um, your friends can get like a high score on a stage. Mm-hmm. Your Katamari gets to I don't know a thousand meters. Um, size and then they can and then you can get a challenge to try to beat that score mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. the near network through friends who are also playing that game and oh, if you cool. beat that you'll get a reward 
Nice. From from the game to play. Unfortunately, I don't know anyone else playing the games. Right. <laughs> that doesn't work so well. But I'm curious, uh, the sales for that, how, how that game performed. We'll never know. We can never even bother talking about Vita sales because we're not going to know half of them until Sony starts publishing them. Right. But that's a nice little, like, because in Geometry Wars 2, it has that very, like, you're always, here's the next person. Like, I'm right. always, more games need to do that. Copied that. Well, well, not nobody, but I mean, yeah. not yeah. enough games. Exactly. Game yeah, I think it's a great idea. I just wish I knew more people playing the game so I could see... Um, what sorts of challenges come and that sort of thing because I honestly don't know. I'm going to play it when it comes out in English because we did the English version and I want to see how it turned out. It's one of those games where, you know, we worked on it before the hardware was even available. Right. So, you yeah. know. How's the music? Music's great. It's yeah. t- it's total. It's totally insane. Yeah, that's I, what I like. But I definitely, I, like. I definitely find myself sort of like grooving by myself in my room when I I'm in the the main hub area. I uh-huh. love the hub era music. And cool. Yeah. No, I love the music. Um. It's as zany as all the other Katamari games. I I know John tweeted the opening movie. Or yeah, they get crazier every it's time. It's insane. Yeah. They, they released a trailer for this game where, like, the first minute or so was just this guy playing pool. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they've had, like, <laughs> sock puppets oh, and yeah. shit. He was doing pool tricks. That's, and then that's eventually pretty good. Became, and, uh, and and it fits it, it fits that yeah. that's that, the way well, the nothing game is. would fit like <laughs> yes. the, the weirder yeah the I less people, it would fit the more it fits yeah people yeah. don't I don't know if people will notice because they'll just be probably stunned at the bizarreness <laughs> of the intro but like pay attention to what the kid and his mom are saying basically because basically the mom is like admitting that she's more attracted to his school principal than his dad if you like pay attention <laughs> to what they're saying we really we fun. had an argument about this <laughs> in this office. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. <laughs> so overall, though, really happy with the game. Yeah, I'm. I'm very happy satisfied. I think if if, if you're the kind of person who likes Katamari games, I think you'll you'll like this game too. Mm-hmm. It like I said, it's not radically different, but it's it's a lot of fun. Okay. But that does seem like a, a good enough change that like at least it warrants a you know an adjustment to your typical Katamari strategy. It's true. You do have you do have it's to a, start gauging sizes in a different way. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, what about uh, Disgaea then? Disgaea is also a lot of fun. The one thing I have to admit, I never played Disgaea 3 on the console. Oh, my so. God. <laughs> get out. Get off, off of this podcast. Disgaea 3 <laughs> was living a lie. What? Disgaea 1 was awesome. Yeah. 2 was okay. 3 was... Eh. 1 was awesome. I, I totally agree. I, I know absolutely nothing about Disgaea. I barely know how to pronounce it. I can't okay. spell it. I played well, Disgaea 1 for 150 hours. Wow. That's so more like than me. card game? No. No. It's SRPG. It's a dating sim. TRP. Tactical RPG. Tactical RPG. Oh, whatever. In English, it's SRPG. No. What anyway? crappy card game that everybody loves that I'm thinking of? The crappy card game. Cold Accept is not. Yeah, Cold Accept. Okay, Okay, no. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just had to get that straight. Okay, but that's that's not what it is. But okay, just recap. Disgaea is a madcap um, tactical RPG or strategy RPG, like like Tactics Ogre and like Final Fantasy Tactics. Mm -hmm. Um, Without all the the strategy, it's basically you walk up to a guy. Everybody knows what Disgaea is, so let's just get to the Vita version. Like, what's the? I don't know. I didn't know. (laughs) Mark didn't. We're we're in a rush here. People don't know. But um, Disgaea 3 takes place in a school this time mm-hmm. with the, the main character is the son of the, the lord of the netherworld. There's always the lord of the netherworld. 
and he is the best student in the school, which means he never goes to class and never takes tests and, and fails all his tests because in that school, in this school, that's, ah. this is the demon school. I see where the madcap yes. nuttiness is coming in here. <laughs> so, okay. So how is the the gameplay? We're talking kind of Final Fantasy tactics Final Fantasy tactics except crazy. Like, like the game is designed, and this is this holds for all the Sky games, the design, game is designed to be um, exploited. You find ways oh. to boost your character's levels as fast as possible. Right. You basically cheat the system in, in, to force the game to give you like combo attacks among characters. And then one of the things you can do in the game, this is in all the Disguise games, is you can move characters around each other mm-hmm. um, to initiate a combo attack and then move all the characters back to their original positions without having them performing any actions. Mm-hmm. And that counts as if they haven't done anything. So you just cheated the game into giving you a combo. And they've kept this... <laughs> They, they've kept this it's in all, all it's all the part disguise. of the design like that's hilarious eventually you get so strong that you do like 800 billion hit points of damage yes, and, I remember back in Disgaea 1 mm-hmm. you telling me about your levels and experience points and everything and they're yeah. like off the charts yeah. and, and they designed it so that mm-hmm. it's still challenging even with well the there, there are enemy there are end game enemies that are so strong that you need it Right, right, but otherwise the, the main story you, you can play for for the most part you can play the game like a normal strategy RPG and you can get through the main story. Right, but if you want to do the crazy shit, right. which is where the real fun of Disgaea is, yeah, you're going to be playing for a long time. Which is why I think the Vita is a great platform for this. I, right. I honestly think all the Disgaea games and most of them have already been ported to most portable systems. Should but be four. It's it's the kind of game that you have to just have with you all the time just to level up your characters a little bit, just to keep pushing because like jj said you, you can get 150 200 hours into this thing okay so. and so and so to wrap it up then like you 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 said you didn't play the old version but like as a vita game are there otherwise it's like you like it there's no like problems like crazy loading or weird glitching or like it's just a solid port because it was a launch game there is one inherent problem and it's not a problem with the game per se it's a problem with the vita it's that in the with the vita you can't turn off the automatic sleep mode Mm. Um, if you don't touch the screen for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. the Vita goes into sleep mode. It actually does that in the opening c- cinematic of Disgaea because you aren't putting any input Touching into the system. That long. It's that well, long can, that it actually turns off. You can change the time on how long. I have it on the, the longest setting. Really? Five minutes is the longest. Five minutes. And <laughs> That's the, hilarious. The, the opening touch, cinema is longer than five though. minutes. You could touch the screen to reset it. You, you could touch the screen to reset it, but I, I actually thought my system had died because I was in the middle of the opening sequence and it just went black. <laughs> and I was hilarious. like, what happened? So that was the one problem, but loading times did not seem, I didn't notice them. Cool. Good, so good. it's it's good loading. Graphics are. I mean, this guy's. It looks like a PlayStation One game. Aren't known for their graphics. <laughs> it, looked, it looked like okay. PlayStation One game. I'm sorry. Just put it out there. PlayStation Two. Just put it out. Yeah. Place, early PlayStation Two. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this guy of Four still looks like a. Early, well, like a at least they have high res sprites in. Four. But um, but yeah, I have no complaints with it. I think cool. it's perfect for the Vita. Nice. Is that coming out in America? I think so. It should be. I mean, it's already, it like they already translated it when they it came the out money, in the first I think, place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, finally, this will probably be a shorter one because John, I think you only played the demo, but uh, Ragnarok Odyssey. Yeah, as I saw the demo came out here last week, and JJ's making a face. Did you play it? No, but oh, it's just anything so, Ragnarok should just not. Oh, but ever you know what? Mentioned. I mean, well, <laughs> sorry for starters. I know nothing about Ragnarok to begin with, but this, the thing about the demo is it surprised me because it's actually not bad. Like it's a Monster Hunter clone, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it's a Monster Hunter clone which is a little more action oriented. So you're kind of going in and doing like you know racking up. Is this like, the game multiple that hit combos? Came out on 
two systems at once on the same day? No, no, no. no. That's totally. Thinking you're of? thinking of Kamai Tachi no Yoru. That's like yeah. a that's like a uh, adventure sort of ADB. Thing. Yeah. Hmm. No, I mean the, the demo. There's not much. I mean the demo lets you save, so maybe your data can carry over to the final game. I don't know, but mm, it's basically cool. like you have a hub town, you get quests, you go out on the quest and fight monsters and bring back stuff, just like Monster Hunter. Except it's not like deep and like thoughtful fights against big monsters. It's more like just racking up crazy combos against like little guys and then the occasional big guy. More Dynasty Warriors. A little, a little, like somewhere in between the two, yeah. But I mean, the thing is, it wasn't crap. Like there are some crap. Lord of Arcana, the first one was pretty crap, if you ask me. But like this mm. isn't like a crap Monster Hunter clone. It's like a, a sort of decent like when there's not much else on the system and you're just looking for new games to play mm-hmm. like one of those games where okay maybe i'll play it like sort of game so. like a let's just play the demo kind of game well <laughs> I, i'm not gonna buy it to be honest but i mean it, it, there's nothing else on the vita right now like if you're looking for a decent game it's it's certainly not the worst vita game like it's it's decent it, it's does the full game polished. have online online play and all that good question i have no idea i didn't even know this game existed until i saw it show up in the store that day that's why oh, i tried it yeah wow. it's not like they're promoting it or anything so hmm well um and let's round out we're gonna get into resident evil here soon but um i think that's it for the for the vita stuff we have other games that we played that we're sadly not going to talk about this week just because we got to keep moving along but um i did want to get in a thing although i was hoping to talk about about the armored core 5 demo which came out yes but jj you played it uh-huh. um the PS3. game is coming out very soon it, it, today, it's today. It's it's sitting out. over there. Actually, yesterday. That's right. <laughs> David, David that's got how it soon, and he didn't even know why he got it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how soon it's coming out. So JJ, you played it. Did you play it on? Like it was. You could play online. The first I, did, two I didn't days play the online. The I, well. Um, no, actually, I didn't play online. Um, You're like, I'm not demo. sure. Did I play? No. Well, I, I like I registered something. Like the game, the demo starts out with like you have to make your character and like register your team or something. I didn't understand any of it. Okay. Um, but I played the game and I thought it was cool. Um, Does it live up to the? Because the videos that we saw had you just like you had so it seemed like you had so much control over your mech, which other Armored Core games have had before. Yeah, but they were doing all kinds of bouncing off, like moving in. Yeah, the, yeah. the you know 360 degree directions. The the problem with previous Armored Core games that I've had is though it, you had that kind of freedom, the controls themselves felt kind of cruddy. I Always. well, That's I didn't putting it nicely. I yeah. didn't feel like the controls. At least this. I mean, I haven't played any of the other Armored Armored Cores. I just want to get right. that out of the way. But I didn't have any real problems with the controls. I was funny really? because did they finally de- get over it? It's not D pad only still, is it? No, 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 no. You have the analogs and you were zipping like around. You were doing stuff like yeah. the demo. We saw. It was. It looked really cool. The frame rate sucks. Oh, Ooh, um, it's really? like starting. I think like maybe you know PS3 and Xbox 360 are starting to show their age, or maybe it's just a. Well, the graphics engine. aren't even that good, are they? They're not. So uh, yeah, I but think- there's like a lot of shit going on, right? Um, but uh, uh, like I, I got used to the controls almost immediately, okay. and it was funny because the day after, like there was this article on Hachima about like the the armored core style of holding your PS3 controller, which was. Uh, holding it backwards <laughs> so the d-pad and all the buttons face towards the tv Why so people are upside, like, upside down you mean no 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 no. <laughs> like here i'm holding this well, is like of, the regular side down. it's like you're all you when you see the controller you're seeing the back of the controller right upside yeah but are the down. legs like pointing up or down you know <laughs> they're pointing mean? down down okay so yeah it's just yeah I'm totally lost. <laughs> and I'm even looking at you doing stuff with your hands. I can't even imagine the people listening. Yeah, like, I, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. David's 
Oh, okay. So, like so the the face of the, the, the face back. of the controller is right. facing the TV. The, the buttons are facing the TV. Yeah, you're looking at the back of the controller. Yeah, you don't need to do all that. It's it's totally mm-hmm. fine the way. Like it's a little awkward that you have to hit the left analog. You have to push in the left analog stick to do like a super boost or whatever. Yeah. But like it's, I I thought it played really fine. Um, like I think maybe it's a little too hardcore for me in like the customization area. But like I was. I was I enjoyed it. A little too hardcore. Yes. For oh, you. I see what you mean. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, graphics, action, action was really gameplay. cool. Um, I what just, are you like, doing in the demo? You're just blowing up other robots. Um, there's you... like a tutorial mission that just kind of teaches the controls, and you're like shooting tanks. And then the second mission is like you're you know blowing up helicopters, and then you uh, eventually have like a showdown with a mech, which is fun. Are you in like cities? You're in a, you're in cities. Yes. Really? Yeah. Seems I, like it could be cool. I, I, you know, I, yeah. This thing, that series has always been like porn for like mech fetishes, basically, and like I just don't see it. <laughs> there any is different now, there is but. part of that. I think the customization is like so in depth that it's like I the, don't know. About the, the customization in that series, at least in previous games, has been incredibly deep. But there is yeah. absolutely it's not the most friendly. it's the horrible UI, yeah. completely not user friendly. There's no way is this better or worse than what I'm what I'm looking I at. I couldn't I could like tell. Like getting quickly and easily to okay, here's the stuff that's gonna be better. Here's the kind of stuff you want to use in this thing. Like once you know it all, I right. think it was really I suspect right. deep and cool, but man, wading into that shit was like yeah. it was serious. All that aside though, I had fun playing the demo. Really? Yeah. Cool. Well, so are you going to pick it up, do you think? Maybe discounted. <laughs> okay. So not that much fun. It's well, interesting. There's like a buy day one, buy sometime, buy when it's cheap, buy used, right. borrow a friend. Well, I mean, even if I wanted it, apparently I can't buy it because it's pretty much sold out in most places. So Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Where'd you hear that? Uh, D. Charlie was saying he couldn't find it in Shinjuku. And I've heard reports on uh, Hachima that a lot of stores only had enough for... Uh, pre-orders. You, why don't you t- tell people real quick what Hachima is? Because uh, Hachima is the well, maybe the second or the first biggest gaming blog. It's actually a. Uh, it's not really a blog. All right, that's really, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> moving right along. Also, also, quite, sorry. Once you once you start saying actually, then it's like okay, yeah. the time to cut it off. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, as of uh, November two thousand eleven, um, Hachima was surpa- okay. Sorry, what? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a completely different topic, but yeah. uh, Dust Force for PC is really great. And you should okay, try that out. Yeah, we'll, that we'll, does look awesome. We'll talk about that when we. We'll talk about it in a future episode sure. because this episode is. Super Resident Evil Tastic episode. Biohazard. There it is. Um, <laughs> Mr. Burns Biohazard. And, and like, so I think yes. we should call in at this point uh, Mr. Alex uh, Itchy Tasty Aniel to <laughs> bring us up to date on his adventures on the. What's the name of the ship? It's like the Xenophobia. Oh, it's not Queen Xenophobia. <laughs> <laughs> Are you drunk? Have you been drinking? Um, <laughs> so um, we're gonna swap in Alex here, and Hi. should we start? Hey, t- why don't we start talking? I think the the revelations discussion is gonna be a little longer. So why don't we start off by talking about um, Resident Evil Six? Yes. Are you a bad enough dude to shoot the president <laughs> in the face? <laughs> what did uh, everybody think of the trailer? Uh, that came out while I look up the rest I have a of the news. S- feeling I might be a descending opinion here, so let me start. I thought it was awesome. Like I thought it looked great, and I don't mm. mind that it's not like 
you know what looked great about it? what'd you like i did just well first of all it was cut really good like they just made a really interesting mm. trailer but like just all the sort of um big it looked to me like the J- japan version of like the action flick like the modern warfare you know <laughs> the game you play for the spectacle more than anything else mm. like yeah, just, right Lots of crazy. I was getting that on. feeling too that it's like it's it's definitely now Capcom's shooter series, and I think they're trying to get it in in more yeah. in line with like those kind of games. They certainly yeah. made it look that way in the trailer, but at the same time, they also made a point to say that it's going to be you know fear is going to be a very big element more so than right. the previous two games. So Me, yeah, someone at Capcom. Oh, I'm sorry, that's the wrong game. <laughs> I was thinking of Operation Raccoon City, where they're like, we want to get the Call of Duty people to buy this game, but that was the wrong game. Sorry. You could not want to get a lot of people to buy that but, game at yeah, this point, I right. think. You could be confused with Capcom releasing three Resident Evil titles that in the same year. Unprecedented. Which at least it's not like Konami is releasing three Silent Hill titles in the same month. <laughs> uh, I think. Yeah. yeah. Are you serious? Okay. In March. But, Wait, but are they remakes? Or? One, of, one them, of them is. Yeah. But only, only one. one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Resident Evil. Um, so you're right in that in Resident Evil Six. In that um, the reason that you're saying you're excited about it is the same reason that I am. I will say disap- cautiously disappointed. <laughs> like really? because okay, we've only seen a trailer. Right, it's too early to really say one way or the other. So we're obviously, no matter what we talk about, we're going to be reading into it. But what I wanted to, what I was hoping for is to pull. Was I was hoping for the series to pull back a little bit from the re5 yeah. brotastic gears mm. of war direction mm. and back to a more um i don't know if it necessarily has to be solitary but a more spooky kind of scary uh less standard third person shooter uh game right and what i saw was I saw p- part of it, and what I saw was basically what I had heard it was, which we've teased right, on this right. podcast, which is right. a mix of basically, you, you know, it's like kind of environment. It's like no, then, it's like a Chinese buffet. It's like part of one, part of two, yes. part of three. So okay, here's you got the Leon levels, which is him like in the dark corridors in, fighting zombies in the old city. Right, you know, it's, it's basically so, like RE two again. Really, right? Yeah, not not even really RE one, but that's the more classic survival horror. Then you have the like the Chris Redfield levels. The part of one they showed, he's in Hong Kong, mm. going down the street. They showed some other stuff. He's in a Humvee. Shit's right. blowing up. There's helicopters and all kinds of shit. Mm. That's more the RE five Gears of War third person shooter. You can slide now. Um, shit can attack. Cover. Yeah. yeah, shit can attack you over cover and stuff like that. You can shoulder, you know, hit people's shoulders and <laughs> <laughs> you can shove cameraman yeah, out of the yeah. way. Um, and then the third thing is, and this one I think people are more reading into, but is more uh, different. People are taking it this way, more of an action adventure, almost like an uncharted traversing environments, um, being chased by big things um and then that one you're um what's his name the new guy he he doesn't have a name but he doesn't even shoot the enemies he's like punching them in the in the the trailer he's using his mercenary guy yeah his own fists in the trailer but we don't know the The guy with the special blood right Mm -hmm. so here's my (laughs) thing is i i mean i game looks amazing like the graphics i that part of it i'm like the china China scenes looked pretty yeah. crazy art direction too is so good like just japanese art direction when it's on it's so on technically i think it looks like just 
outstanding and it does look like a crazy over the top summer blockbuster i'm not even as a, just a game if you just show me that trailer and like this is not resident evil i think i would be crazy excited mm. about it but as a resident evil game as the flag bearing main series next installment of resident evil right um as somebody who was who remake is my favorite resident evil ever like part of me definitely wants something more that's not being so serviced by so many other games out there right like the the standard third person military shooter where you're running around in a squad of dudes you know even if it's like kind of sort of zombie ish people you're fighting it's like at what point does it become i i I think else i think how everything comes together is what's going to set this game apart from all the other games and we were talking about this on the 15th anniversary podcast uh, last summer where it's which we're going to do the second part of at some point someday probably when six comes out (laughs) i'm fine with that whatever in november 22nd maybe we will do it for then we can't do it today because we don't have time but but go, go ahead i'm sorry but i mean i was saying back then that you know resident evil it's how everything comes together rather than the sum of its own parts Mm-hmm. And that's what make that's why I love it, you know. And that's but why I still like it. But rem- so I think with this game, that's what they're going for. You know, it's always going to be switching locale. You know, the types of enemies you face are just completely different. You know, mm-hmm. that's not really something you can do in a military game. You know, you can't go from zombies to giants, zombies. to to, to yeah. El Gigantes to Bonato. Um, uh, I don't actually. Have you played Gears of War? Uh, a little bit. I okay, mean, that's what you do in Gears of War. Really? Yeah. You fight giant shit. You bounce around from, especially in three, from mm. people to people and different parts. It's like this crazy, you know, there there it's like urban environments and non-urban environments right. and stuff. So it's very much cover-based shooting gameplay. And Fair so, enough. But, I mean, this has the series' like, history behind it. You know? Well, yeah, that's part of, I mean, obviously, part of my excitement from this comes from the fact just that it's just it, Resident Evil whatever. Like, I, But I, I, I agree with Mark because I'm sad that, that what I used to like about Resident Evil is no longer Resident Evil, mm. at least no longer the main Resident Evil, it seems. But at the same time, like, that wouldn't really make a good trailer. So even if it was, like, I don't think now I, necessarily... I, I, I disagree. Not, that's the thing. I disagree completely. Right. Like, I People think, don't want, like, a horror dude, trailer. You're like, dude, you're, like, like, you're, you're basically saying that horror movies could never have trailers. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. That's Come on. That's that's a lot to get off of what I just said. What I'm saying is basically a trailer like that is going to appeal to, like, a limited group of people. A trailer like this is going to appeal to a if, lot I mean, more if people. If you do it well, people like being scared. That's not, like, a but dude, dude bro a thing. bombastic, like... Crazy shit going on. Well, is going it, to it would have the same impact. What would have the same impact? What if the trailer sh- cut off like in the middle after the Leon segment and then they went to Resident Evil 6? Right. Like, the title so, screen, how would you have felt? Would you have felt like, uh, not that interesting or would you have still been kind of intrigued? Uh, I didn't don't remember the middle part at this point, so I don't know. Like I, I think I would have probably been, you know, still pretty excited. But again, yeah. that's because with me, it's Resident Evil. Right. And that's, you know, that's exciting I'm, to me regardless I'm, of how I'm, it goes. I'm curious, Alex, what remind us what is your take on RE five? What do you think about RE five? How was RE five? Uh I I think it was good. It was it wasn't as good as RE four. Uh-huh. And, and why? Because it wasn't as original. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were some things it did that were kind of cool. But you still think it was a good game. It was a good game. I don't think it was a bad game by any means. Good Resident um, Evil game. Uh, depends on your definition of Resident Evil. Well, but, your uh, definition of Resident Evil. Solid RE4 style game. I, I, I'm Ugh. I'm the person who's like, there's two Resident Evil styles. Yeah. I can live with both. Really? And you like them both, as, but equally. Is, well, now uh, you're going to get them both, right? Yes. Well, no, not like gameplay-wise, no. 
Oh, but like enemy wise. Oh, I see. I you, you're, yeah. you're separating it as and like the, one's a like a static camera. Yeah, the other I one see. is what we have with our. Here's the, here's the thing: is the is the era of you can have an interesting game where it there's you're fighting one zombie. Is that over? Does it have to be either six million zombies running at you full speed or mm. a zombie the size of a building? Mm. Is the era, and maybe this is true, I think it's sad if it is, but is the era of hearing one shuffling, like, you know, zombie scary, is that just, it has to always escalate in order for people to stay interested? Is that just gone forever? I don't know. Revelations just came out today. <laughs> well, we're gonna <laughs> right. we're gonna talk about that, but but I'm I mean, talking I think, about. I think like does it have to be turned up to you know is is this the that, only way that, of making it interesting? That anymore? is a very good question. Because to and me, that's easy. To me, anybody yeah, I, can throw right. a million enemies at you right. and make a quote that, unquote exciting game. Right. To me, it takes like a real craftsman to make it interesting when there's. One enemy or no enemies totally sometimes. Right. But it's become a product of its own success at this point. I mean, the series mm. has gotten so big that they're, it's almost, I don't think Re- they can, I was thinking about this today. It's like, for them to do that, they would almost have to just reboot the series entirely. All Maybe they keep the name, but have entirely oh. new characters, entirely new everything, and just start over to be able to do that. And why? Like, why? Because they've already gone the dude bro route, which yeah. again, it appeals to more people. Like, But why they, they but after, you know, they've... Mm-hmm. Fixed stuff before, like remake happened after remake RE2. A long time ago, dude. but it happened after RE2. RE2 escalated RE2 into wasn't that. that. RE2 was nowhere near RE like five. Though, no, 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 four. it wasn't. But it was that direction. It was totally more like like what, like, what do you mean? It was I more think like I think it was like might... way more. It was way it was... more action based. Way more, uh, just like throw a shitload of people. It was way more action I... over horror. They, they'd have to. They'd have to just remake Resident Evil Two. If, if that's what you want, no, I don't. If that's I what mean, people no, want. No, 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 no. I think. But I, don't, I mean, I don't agree that it, two was that different, and, though. I mean, it in one. Yeah, you know, it was different from one, but it wasn't like as it wasn't like they threw tons of guys at you in two and stuff. It was yeah, still, they did. It was, it was it totally the difference was. in two was just that like they kind of they sort of pulled back on the horror element a little bit, but the main gameplay didn't change that it, much. Yeah, I mean, no, you right? Still had but alligators they, jumping out at you and shit, and like you still had like those scenes. Well, right, but that's, right. A, that's what Mark is saying, though. Is like it's escalating in just like this kind of ridiculous fashion, and it just keeps going more and more and more until we get to Resident Evil Five, where it's just like, dude, bro, tastic, let's shoot you in the face. I'll well, I mean, cut, stab time, you. times are changing. You well, know, no, but well, see, like so. when I think, like, and everything is cyclical, and I think just like you know. Every other movie or whatever, like Biohazard, eventually will come back to its roots, and it needs to. And I think it's almost—I I mean, I think well, it's time now. But like, I feel like, and, and and Castlevania is actually another series where I feel like it needs to, it needs to just pare itself down again because it's just getting too ridiculous. Like, there's something to be said for atmosphere, and that was the thing that I loved most about Resident Evil One was that it just had this killer really, atmosphere. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't—it doesn't have anything that uh, now. I mean anything like that now, and and that never goes out of style. I feel like I think yeah. it's just like they're but taking you it. Are, when, you guys both get it though, right? Like I, I agree, it doesn't go out of style, but there's just a way bigger audience for what they're doing. Yeah, Resident now Evil Five. That. Listen, but I, I don't. One. D- no, exactly, so, I don't, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have to so. like it. It's the no, whole no, thing. Absolutely, and I, exactly. But here's the here's the the, the the larger point is I'm not saying that that's even a bad game. Like I had fun right. with Resident Evil Five as a game, but as a Resident Evil, I kind of want something else. And didn't you love Four? So yeah, yeah, I loved four. Yeah, four is fantastic. Yeah. What's the big difference between five and four? Well, Other than four, I, I understand five's kind of a pain. Five, four, four does four. I think is the best example of doing 
of the two kinds of Resident Evil gameplay done mm. well. And I like see. you could right. you could you could nip it, you could talk about the controls and stuff like that. And yeah, there were things, but you know, moving and shooting and all that kind of stuff. But in terms of like the game is just dripping with atmosphere and when it uses like the uh when you're being attacked by a group of guys, it's not just over the top, hey, fucking explosions, right. blah, 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 blah. It's, it's a like, deliberately paced game. It's Evil fucking 4. genius. You're right. like, in a Every it, part yeah. is special in Resident Evil 4. There and was it was totally original at the time. And, and it was, in the, okay. you know, there were ridiculous story, over the top story parts, but those are my least favorite parts of Resident Evil 4. Right. Like, my, a lot of my favorite parts of Resident Evil 4 are the quieter, this very start of the game. The first village you go into, right. when you get into, what was the name, Salazar? Salazar's castle, yeah. And you start to, the, the, even the, the castle is cool, but I mean the characters and the kind of the crazy, yeah. weird, over-the-topness. The environments were really good. But that that that's a, that that shows you, that is like still done with like a craftsman's touch of, mm, okay, yes. we're going to use a lot of enemies so that when we pull back, it's still and weird I, and spooky. That's where Resident Evil 5 like really dropped, dropped the ball. ball. I Absolutely. Agree, yeah. 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 Resident Evil 5 felt a lot like somebody trying to copy the formula without totally understanding what made the formula great. That's what turned mm, out. Like, yeah. And Resident Evil 5. We're segueing into and, revelations now. Well, but, I, I think it's a good time. I was going to, what JJ was saying though, JJ was saying like about things being cyclical. I don't think it's necessarily going to come back. I think it's going to branch off and I think that's what Revelations but, probably is. Is like if you want right. your real Resident Evil for better or for worse, this is what you. I have think to this do. is where they're like, going to start putting I, it off. I'm just this. I'm just worried that like this game is going to be like just a bunch of compromises, and they're trying to appeal to everyone, and then the end that that could be that could six. be a real problem. Like people's I, favorite scenarios. Yeah, but I mean. I will say I do still have like great hope for the game. Like the lot of the, some of the scenes that I saw look fantastic. The overall game looks fantastic. I want to like it. I want to try to like approach it on its own merits and not be like, oh, but I wanted Resident Evil One. Sure. Again. But of course, I of think course. I, I think the point needs to be made though that two points actually that one. I mean, I've seen the trailer like fifty times already, like analyzing it <laughs> right frame by frame. But well, that, that's your job. It right? doesn't show all that much. Actually, uh, compared to what Resident Evil Five, like the run up to that, it, it shows a like, like a you, three minute long trailer yeah, of a lot of different scenes. You can't really deduce what's going on other than there's a bunch of outbreaks and that there's three different ones and that they're all trying to. There ain't a whole lot more to. I mean, you're, you're talking about like canon story wise, but like, in but terms like in, of environment, what what we're gonna see, you see a lot. You who, see a what lot. characters we're gonna see. I don't for I, normal game I announcement, disagree. dude. I, a normal I, first game trailer would maybe show you the subway part and. And that's it, right? I mean, a normal game trailer well, doesn't it, show you... Yeah, but, but the scale like, that they're going for, I don't think they've shown a lot. It, it could be a pretty well-cut trailer, though. Like, there were trailers... But I wish I could think of one now that, you know, a specific game. But there were times in the past where you'd see a trailer and it's like, wow, they're showing so much stuff. And then you played the game and you really only saw like, Resident the first Evil level 4 two, was you know like I mean? that, actually, yeah. Well, that's not what I'm talking about specifically. But right, maybe, right. But I mean, I'm kind of hoping that's the case with this. And so, the second point, yeah. Capcom uh, themselves, like, they had they threw this premium party and then they talked about the trailer itself uh, they deliberately made it so you really couldn't tell what was a cutscene and what was gameplay right because there was an you know they they weren't well, like, usually when people are like sitting down talking i think that's probably not gameplay right you know you never know are you like, saying you might get to shoot the president <laughs> yourself zombie president you never know because we don't see we don't see leon shoot him so who knows if he actually shot him so, right? so, so give us a, before wait wait before we go any further you talked about watching the trailer as many times as you did right give us the stuff that just like as a casual fan watching it once or twice that you mm. might not have noticed or missed like what are, what, are, what are the details that that you pulled out of it that only you, about it, that you are Resident Evil 
dash expert. Right. Because I really I, could, I couldn't really understand what was going on in that trailer, to be honest. Well, I actually don't either. Well, don't oh, try to explain right. it to JJ. I'm talking about <laughs> what are the things that, you know what I mean, that you got out of it that you're like, oh, here's something that you might not know about the trailer. Okay, that is a very tough one. I'm going to have to go look at it. You watched the thing 50 times. But I'm not like thinking about it in that context. I'm thinking of how it all comes together. You're not like going frame by frame through it and being like, wait, who's that person? Who's that person? Oh, I mean, all these characters. I mean, I don't don't care about the new people. Although I have to wonder. Like a lot of people are saying it's Sherry or Ashley. I'm not sure it's either. Remind people who Sherry and Ashley are. Sherry was in Resident Evil 2. She got infected and then she got cured. Yeah, Birkin, the scientist's daughter. And then she was a kid in Resident Evil 2. Yeah, and uh, apparently she got kidnapped. But then, you know, they kind of changed that after in Dark right. Chronicles. She, she's gone from the series, basically. I'm not counting on her ever coming back. And then Ashley was who Leon had to rescue in Resident Evil 4. And she does president's kind of... President's daughter. The president's daughter. So, assuming that the president's the same, you know... It's, oh, we don't know if it's, it's the same president or not? It, it takes place in 2013. And Resident Evil 4 took place in 2004. So, it could uh, be a new president. It has yeah. to be a new president. Then. It so, might, yeah, right. Let's talk about that. They, <laughs> um, they said that it was 10 years after the Raccoon someone, City incident. It was, yeah. Hold that thought. <laughs> in the press release that Capcom put out, that's what they said. But then they also said that this was a sequel. It was This takes place after... Resident Evil uh, 5. No one has explicitly said it takes place after Resident Evil 5, but it's impossible oh. for it to have been 10 years after because if it was 10 years after, that would place it one year before Resident Evil 5, which right. makes zero sense whatsoever. Right. I thought you they... just said it was in 2013. Resident Evil 5 takes place in 2009. Right. So if it's 10 years after Raccoon City, RE6... But you said no one has explicitly said that it takes place after Resident Evil 5. No, no one said this is after Resident Evil 5. But, but they said it's in 2013. There's like an Xbox Live like description. Like I think you can download the trailer, and that's uh, that's where it said 2013. Oh, okay. Famitsu, Famitsu said that it takes place ten years after Raccoon City mm. as well, but they probably got it from the same place. No, no, it's in Japanese. It's Jusu Nengo. There's a su in there, which means like ten, 10 plus years, years later. which is actually mm. fifteen. <laughs> Could be. But um, yeah. Right, but the English, well, maybe that was just a mistranslation Someone, of the yeah. English press release. Uh, that, um, well, I think we all agree it would be pretty stupid if this took place before five and then, like, it was never referenced in five that this, like, world <laughs> events and the president got shot and well, other stuff. Well, Resident Evil Revelations happened before that, five and yeah. nobody talks about it, so it wouldn't be that weird. It was, that, it was, it was just no, dude, they, they fucking. Panic. You little, saw the thing, they, like, zapped a fucking floating city, got burned to shit. Mega, like, mega, yes. Was it the Megalopolis? <laughs> it's got this dumbest name ever. Terra Gria, Terra Gria. Um, but there was, but they, it was, they had, they this had a name. name for it, like the Flotopolis or like the Megatopolis. <laughs> it was something really I don't stupid. remember. All right, real quick yeah. before we get into Revelations, um, <laughs> referencing that um, Xbox, uh, may, maybe it's the same thing. Aquapolis but, is what they called it. Ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Xbox Marketplace had a uh, RE6 something up on their uh, their listing. For, yeah, the listing for Xbox Marketplace for Resident Evil Six says that it's going to include two player. So this is not official, but includes two-player local co-op, like on the couch, split screen, six-player online co-op, and eight-player, quote, online multiplayer. Oh, God. Um, Which, I don't know, some kind of mercenary? If six-player online co-op was actually the main campaign, that'd be pretty rad, but I'm guessing it's some sort of, like, you know, spec ops thing or something. But then you would have to have the whole main campaign be able to have six dudes running around in it, which I think was part of the problem with Resident Evil 5. Right. Whereas, like... 
Okay, how are you going to make anything, you know, right. interesting when a single-player perspective true. when you can have six dudes? It's going to be a squad shooter. Sure, yeah. Sure. Right? Maybe they're all in different places but playing at the same time somehow or something. Yeah, I don't... Maybe there's only maybe certain you've got levels. Maybe six personalities. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, you just, you just totally blew my mind. I know. I mean, it could be like a separate game. That's um, not... I, don't I get a feeling it probably Like is. a separate mode. You know, somehow I can talk about Resident Evil like every week. I don't know why it doesn't get old to me. I, we just need to have a Resident Evil podcast wait, like everything. Uh, Alex, did you not know this? According to this, um, Leon and a girl named Helena Harper yeah, Helena are Harper, traveling together. Yeah. The, uh, name was the, girl? Revealed, the name was revealed at uh, the premium party. but In Tokyo, they had a 15th anniversary event. That right? I wasn't invited to. Yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty cut up about that, aren't you? It was pissed. We were snubbed. <laughs> Wait, so what? So, but but she's not the girl in the trailer, or we just don't the, know. No, there's two girls in the trailer. There's oh. the one who's with Leon. Oh, you're right. Who was right. like, you're I right. did this, yeah. and then there's right. the other. <laughs> there's good. the other girl who looks like Ashley, but right. not anywhere near as helpless. And we don't know which one of them is Helena Harper. No, Helena Harper is the one with Leon. Oh, okay. The uh, one with cleavage. Yeah, yeah. The mm. the the blonde girl is um. The, the Ashley lookalike is the one with that other dude with the special blood. Equipped with the ballistics. Special ballistics. Yeah, I, I have a hard time believing, you know, we can go from Ashley, who can't even go down a fucking ladder herself <laughs> in, Resident Evil 5, in Resident Evil 4, mm-hmm. to her, like, leaping across buildings. Dude, with Next-gen technology. Hey, man, it's <laughs> been, it's been, been, been four years or five years or whatever. Years. <laughs> She's been judo training. You know <laughs> that line about how, like, what did he say, BOWs are extra or something like that? That BOWs are, like, extra. Yeah, didn't that come, like, right from a movie or something? I feel like I've heard that line before. What's a BOW? Bio-organic weapon. Come on, JJ, what? What, what podcast are you on right now? I, I don't know anything about Resident Evil. <laughs> Good. Well, well you're it's about, never too late. For you're about that. to hear a whole lot about Resident Evil Revelations. Oh boy! So, spoiler warning. Although, actually, Alex, we're not really going to spoil anything. Yeah, uh, don't spoil anything. We have the good sense not to do that. Let's we won't re- spoil it. Real quick, sum up. I am in. Um, were they chapters? Episode. Episode. I'm in episode five of twelve. 12, 12. Okay, 12. You finished the game. Yes. You're up to 5.30. The game is out today, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and I got it yesterday. We all got it early. I beat it around 4 a.m., 4 or 5 a.m. yesterday. Wow. So did you play Eight mo- and a half hours. How are you still you awake? you went to work today at, like, normal time? Yep. Wow. I'm still young. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. You're, you're running on fumes now, but they are wonderful Resident Evil yeah, fumes. This, by organic this Resident fumes. Evil, like, it brought back. <clears throat> it brought back a lot of memories. So from a few different let's, games. Why don't we sum up like our thoughts, like in three words or less, on three? Let's just say what we think about the game at the same time. At the same time, only three words. <laughs> Whatever. Say. This say will be great many for words radio. It takes, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Ready? It's gonna be weird. You got it kind of summed up. Just like a super super short summation of what you think. And just like the good old days. Wait, I thought we Wait, were counting. Dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> good fucking god i'm sorry anyway well, there's us still <laughs> all right let's go all right you ready all right on three yeah three two one annoying Stupid crap story, but kind of fun <laughs> all right <laughs> you said annoying crap yeah just, that was a much better idea than i thought it was going to be it would have worked great <laughs> I think it was better because it, if the one person who hadn't been drinking was uh, <laughs> drinking right. orange juice. All right. So really, you're just like, this is it, man. Yeah, I like, am on board. I mean, this is awesome. I can't just spoil remember, it like yeah, you said. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are. There are. I, are they moments that happen after? The, most of them are subtle, but they're right. like aha moments. Like mm-hmm. envi- environment wise, it's actually a lot like 
a few parts of Dead Aim because both of those games, uh, Gun Survivor 4, also mm-hmm. took place on a ship on right. a luxury liner, kind of like that. Some parts, but you know, you were talking earlier. Can we have a spooky game, scary game with only one zombie? And I think, I mean, I, I don't think this game is scary, mm-hmm. but I don't get scared by Resident Evil games, so I don't know about anyone else. But I think it did a nice job of like. Making you feel tension in ways that RE4 and RE5 didn't. Yeah. You know, all the hallways are very tiny. Yeah. Uh, right from or, the start of the game, there's some of that, I think. I mean, even in the first level, there were parts yeah. where you're like sort of, okay, and, this is a little creepy. And the enemies, the oozes, you know, they're kind of like water enemies. They're not zombies. They're not ganados. They're kind of a, their own third category. I mean, they look pretty lame. I agree. So here's where we get into my problem. Like, I think if you take this game and even put zombies in it or some other enemy that's actually cool. I think the yeah. enemies are so by and large, there are some very cool bosses. I'm right, only right, two yes. bosses in the two bosses actually are pretty really yeah. cool. And yeah. actually what I noticed about them with not consciously, they are much more in the standard resident evil mode in yeah, terms yeah. of fucked up mutated people. Yes, yes, yes. But by and large, the enemies are these kind of just, Gray, nondescript, They're generic, uninspired, boring, far, different. I mean, I mean, gray kind of just <clears throat> humanoid people that have different kind of appendages or different kinds of spikes on them. Like they look like the cancer, like the big fat dudes from Silent Hill Three. Yeah, they look a lot like Silent Hill enemies. Yeah, Wasn't there yeah. a In Power the Rangers? Way, there was like a Power Ranger series where the enemies were called the Ooze. What was I? I, I, I think was the purple dude. Are you thinking of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Maybe, maybe I am. But they were the Foot Clan. I don't know. Well, whatever. I, I played the game the least of everybody here. I'm in like midway through episode two. You're in episode five. Alex, you finished the game. But so I haven't seen nearly as much as you guys have. But I, I totally agree. Like what I've seen so far, the enemies are like horrible. And I can't believe these guys like th- this. I could have designed these enemies that I've seen so far in like a half hour. Like they're not. There's no. There's nothing. Nothing interesting about them. There's at all. one at like. All. There's one like. I. I guess I can kind of understand why they did it. Because because they didn't have a big budget and no 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 because the the game's plot its overview its setting its premise is based on water the ocean yeah but you don't have yeah, to have them look you don't gray. have gray they look well, shades of gray you know they are they're supposed like? to look like water they look like gums like some these yeah, gums I mean they got spiky like arms I know thing they, like they, no but they're gray they're not even I, like interesting I, or weird I or agree. scary or anything but, they don't even look like. People call them zombies from in in the story. Sometimes they are totally yeah, yeah. not zombies at right. all. They they don't even look like they were people or that they were ever people. And that's part right. of I think what makes it not like right. so interesting. Like yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But I mean, plot it looks wise, like it, it fits. But, it, I'm I'm not done talking about how terrible <laughs> the enemies are. It looks like some third party, like just somebody whoever shits out generic. Uh, horror game right. and here here are our enemies they all kind of right, look the right. same they're just these gray we I don't have agree. time to color them in kind of exactly. things no, and no, like totally. it it screws the game from top to bottom i really feel that way like even some of them that have interesting some of them have a ranged attack i'm not going to go into like yeah. how or what some of them have a ranged attack which is kind of a new interesting dynamic they're not shooting a gun like they are in, right. in resident evil 5 right but right. The, the way that they're designed it just 
takes any excitement away from it. Well, there's, you know, there's all, well, yeah, I, I completely agree. And, you know, the other thing, too, well, Alex, did you want to keep talking about the enemies, or I feel like we talked oh, no. about No, no, no. Well, let's move can on. I just say one thing about the enemies? I, I think it was funny because when we first played this at the Nintendo World thing, we thought that the enemies may be placeholders. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that is exactly what they look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, uh, we'll, we'll put in something cool here later. Right. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't other, think they're coming back, but. The other thing, and again, I'm way early in the game, but, you know, that's good because I can sort of say this without feeling like I'm spoiling like you know something I would say also is like you can enjoy uh, Resident Evil games with you know some level of like suspension of disbelief right like you you, you're like okay of course this is ridiculous and not possible in the real world but you can kind of they try to sell you on it and you can buy it. I will it. say the, the Resident Evil's, people have brought this up a lot with 6. People were like, oh, Resident Evil's always ridiculous. It's stupid and blah, blah, blah. That Yes, that's true. But when I like it, when it works the best, when I like it the most, it's the most believable. Right, exactly. Right? Which totally. is Resident Evil 1 and like it's mansion, totally. et cetera. Yeah. And, right, when, right. and even in those ones, when it became unbelievable, it still did so in like a horror movie way that you could be like, okay, I could, I could deal with this. Right. But like, but, but like in the beginning, like I forget if it was the first level. It's probably still the first level. Like there's a scene on the beach where like these like globs of like pink crap start. Let me just finish. Start, I, can't, like, I can't. You can't. You brought up the pink blobs. These horrific like stupid pink blob things are attacking. Oh. But and that's not even. I mean, those things already are are just. These are the things like, I'm talking like about that the look blob. like Don't like, talk about the pink blobs if I can't talk about okay, the pink you, blobs. You can't talk about anything else. But the point I wanted to bring up here is more than that is that these. There's two things. One. There's like these, you're in this like sort of um, obviously virus, you know, infested place that's like completely unsafe and everything. And then like you have Jill walk up to one of these things with her shirt like up and just sticks her hand in it to find a piece of metal. What? Like (laughs) you're going to get like cancer and die like right now. Why would you do that? And then two, like her boss is like sitting 10 feet away. And then one of these things starts attacking and he's just like standing there trying to know what to do. Like in real life, everybody would go crazy trying to kill this thing or whatever. It was just... So stupid. So so stupid. Real fast aside, these. <laughs> speaking of the bad enemies, these are basically like giant fleshy loaves that just. I can't even describe how fucking they, retarded they these look things like look. They don't. They don't. They, they just look like, like blobs. They're about a people size. They have like sarlacc, mouths. maybe six yeah. feet, six yeah. foot long. They move super slow. They just shuffle forward. They are just big blobs <laughs> on the ground. That's it. Big fucking blobs. They are. Until. It is the most unimaginative yeah, yeah. bullshit. It is horrible. Well, it makes the, the walking around that, gray guys look like fucking that, genius. That, well, that's an early level, and. It's the I, first. Yeah, I guess, sure, I'm, I'm going sure to. some story reason for I'm going to take the opportunity to say that Resident Evil Revelations has a big underwater element to it. Dude, why did you say that? <laughs> because well, the Capcom saying that. The, 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 I'm not reading what are that stuff, oh, okay. so I don't well, want to. Uh, don't but spoil it. You know, just so you know, that, you turn into a pink blob, and <laughs> whether you know, that is I'm kind not. of half kidding, but but it, it, it doesn't matter. This know, is stupid shit. This is awful. The of the game. This is awful. Where you're supposed to be drawing me in. So, I will say the second level got me a little more excited because it got away from that crap and put me in the. Yeah, that and, that doesn't really happen again. That's just kind of like a fuck around, you know, look um, around stuff level. I mean, it's really it's it's like I did it again today. It takes like two minutes. Right. right so right. so here's a couple things I will say. The game design, enemy design, aesthetics aside, game is like Looks technically great. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks looks so good. gorgeous. There's a couple rooms in the boat where you're just like, holy shit, like this. Mm. Looks great. I will say though, even that I will temper with. When it looks really good, it all, I keep feeling like this game is trapped inside a tiny screen, and mm. I'm like getting it 
an inch from my face to try to make it look bigger. I'm not doing it consciously. Do you walk uh-huh. around with your weapon out just to get a better view? Because I do. Like I, I have Some, a lot of times, almost all the time, because it pulls her out of the picture at least. You know, I actually, kind of, do you do you have like the 3D on full blast? I guess you don't. Probably. I've been turning it on and off. I've been. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I I actually use the third person aiming. Um, so I Resident Evil Four style. Yeah, so I don't. When I want to see something closer, I mean, I will aim to see it a little bit closer, mm-hmm. or I will use the scanner. But right, therein, right. that's going to bring me to my here are my two big problems with this game, besides the localization, which is just I atrocious. Mean, mm. I you know people are like, oh, that's Resident Evil. Like it does, it really doesn't have to be. Like yeah. it's yeah. so bad. That was Resident Evil because it was 1996. This is 2012. There's like people saying like this when it should be that. I mean, obviously that you know, yeah. I when it should be we. Mistakes. I found some stuff last night. I was going to write it down, and I was like, you know what? Because we're a localization company, it looks like we're picking mm. on people. We're not. It's just as a gamer, I was just like, no, this oh isn't my the God. this isn't the first time. So that so it's, yeah, so that, that stuff is always yeah. in there. That's fine, but it's just like really, it was it's it's bad. So it's to the point where like it's obvious people who worked on it hadn't seen the game. Like right, the lines just don't fit at all. But that's not that's not what I'm going to talk about. What I'm going to talk about is the scanning. Um, what's it called? The, the Genesis device? The Genesis, Genesis device. The yeah. Metroid Prime. Whatever. Which you <laughs> switch to in order to scan, to find clues, or to mostly, 95% of the time, you use this thing and it has an overlay. But you have to you have to change weapons, first of all. Then you have to pull it up. You have Which to aim it. because you can touch. To and look fair. over. It's not that bad to what? To change to, to change Because I mean, you just have to touch it. Genesis. Like, I, in the beginning, I was doing the D-pad, and that's kind of annoying to switch between your weapon and the Genesis. But yeah. then I remembered, like, oh, I could just touch it on the bottom Brr. screen. Oh, you just have to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, I mean, even having to switch weapon now, when something comes attacking you, you have to switch back to a weapon sure. and then attack. Um, like, you are doing it constantly, all the time. And if you're somebody who it cares at all about collecting and about trying to find everything That's and oh maybe i missed something it's like it's like well, it's, it's kind of horrible too, because you get health items if you find everything so you get you ammo yeah. yeah right right if the, if you scan th- so i guess we should explain real fast scanning enemies gets you a certain percentage um let's say like 12 percent. you scan an yeah. enemy when it's dead you get a little less percent but you still get some and then as you scan them all you go up to 100 percent. you get a health uh, <laughs> a health item it's a it's it's optional in some places, it's mandatory. But here's but. the thing: like it's kind, yeah, it's it's optional, but it's kind of not because a lot of times you need the ammo. The, the, I, random items scattered around that normally you would just see in a Resident Evil game. One of the worst parts of a Resident Evil game is just butting up against every surface and just jamming on the button to see if you find an item. Right? This game has taken that and been like, "Hey, let's take this worst aspect of Resident Evil and let's try to make it take ten times as long to do." I never did that because it would always shine like it would glitter. in a resident evil game you never did that the you're like i'm just gonna go like and they made you walk along everything and see if something shine. pops I mean, up was... notes and stuff like that there's all all the time I mean, there's stuff in resident I, evil where you're like i mean i've played them all recently they right. shone did you just say shung shown, shown. Oh, sure. <laughs> i thought you're making up a word for alex this might be shung. hard for you to remember but like because you know like where every location is of every item and everything <laughs> and right. everything now but like Walking around trying to find items in corners of of you know uh, rooms and stuff like that to me is like not one of the exciting parts of Resident Evil. Okay, I mean, and I this can... basically takes it. And it's like, ooh, what if we like hide it where people have to sit there and scan things, and it basically pads out the game a 
which I'm guessing is like part of the big reason why this is even in there is because mm. it makes the game probably like some total in the end. I don't know, maybe an hour, maybe two hours out longer. Of, out of the eight and a half hour play time, I think I spent maybe like 30 minutes. In no way. I've spent 30 minutes. I've spent more. No, because I got used to it. Like after chapter one, you know, yeah. by chapter one, it's like brrr, complete. Go yeah, but dude, you have to pull it up constantly to see if the thing, if the little, the little sign goes off saying, yes, there is something, something near. near. Then yeah. when there's something near, you have to look around and find well, it. Then when you find it, you have to the, hold down the button and scan it. Then once you've scanned true. it, you can go and pick it up, up dude. Mm-hmm. I've done it a half an hour in the five levels that I've, I played at least. I, I might be a little more clairvoyant in that sense than the <laughs> average person because I'm a huge Resident Evil fan but I can predict how they're gonna do things so, so I think it's cause I could see it coming you were not bringing it up constantly just to no. check and see if the light was going off you would only be like oh I bet there's an item here and then you would bring it like, up yes and most of the time I would be right I probably missed a lot of ammo that's what I'm saying stuff, what but, kind of percentage but I still beat it uh, right well yeah, yeah. So I, I, you you're know, not I, a completist then I guess you don't care well, you, about you just not, said ammo I mean much. you don't have to you don't have to gather up all the ammo. I'm right? glad there's a lot of ammo though, because I'm the kind of, I'm the, I I was the always the Resident Evil player who conserved ammo like ridiculously. But you don't really right. have to in this game, as far as I can tell. Like but, I've been, you know, you I haven't yet anyway. Like I've been pretty because I've been but, scanning everything and getting all these extra yeah. ammo everywhere. But so. by like chapter three or four, you should already be able to kind of predict where something's going to be. If there's like a a stack of boxes. Scan, sure. you get something. No way, dude. There's stuff in random ass places all the time. There's a woman's cleavage has a bullet in it. I don't know <laughs> if you found that. I'm not going to say where, but <laughs> has a single bullet in it. Like it, it's it's hidden all over the freaking yeah, that, place. That that's going to be polarizing. But I didn't think it was that bad. Was it a good thing? I did it add anything. I could have lived without it, but I don't think it ruins the game. A, it's not a good thing. I, I'm somewhere, I'm lamely like somewhere right between you guys. Like, I don't think it really adds much, but I don't hate it either because I just find that it makes the game easier, giving me all these extra items and stuff. Yeah, that was, like, I'm not a pro RE player. When I played the demo, I was very glad that I could find but why, extra ammo. Well, so it, well, how, got, is it, how is it adding extra ammo? Well, the ammo was just there. What's the difference in you, you having to scan it? it. Oh, I know. Well, I know. Well, I mean, that's, you know. But you're talking, you're talking about the fact that you have extra ammo. You're not talking about the gameplay device. Talk about the gameplay device. That's they could have just put well, extra ammo there. I will. I will. Yeah. I guess. Well, I mean, that's looking at it from a game design perspective. But looking at it from the opposite perspective, as a gamer, it's more like, well, I, at least I have this sort of. If I'm feeling like I'm not doing too well, I can just scan the crap out of everything. You right. Know, items. You know? And they kind of like put it out of the way. You it's, know, it's kind of look- if you need it, it's there for you, kind of uh, thing. And when they announced the game, they're like, we want this game to be such such and such that players will want to look under the table for. Like a hidden well, box they of ammo, done that and you like do that in one. They could have, but yeah. you know, that, that, that's the whole. That's my that whole be point. The explanation, is I like, think. why add this? Like in 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 Metroid Prime, it was like it was story stuff right. usually, but a lot of times you had to hit switches and stuff like that. It didn't it didn't annoy me as much there. Here, it's like. This is just ammo that's sitting right there. Why do I have to pull this thing out to always wonder if it has to be there or I have to scan it or whatever? It's not, right. here's a door or a safe. Okay, I'm going to pull this out and scan it. Then I understand. That's right, cool. Right, it's right. it's every hallway, every and it's kind of my fault because I feel like I need to find everything. But it's <laughs> right. every hallway, every everything, I have to bring this thing out and check. Stop the, being you, Mark. Check the thing. I can't um, do it. Well, I want to make like, do you still want to talk about it? or I mean, Yeah, I, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Or I had a comment about the graphics because that's how this okay. all started. But like by the end of the game, and I was tweeting about this, I was amazed at what this 
3DS can do. Really? Mm-hmm. Does it get that? Clear? I was like, wow. Yeah. You said, wow, uh, I can't, I can't, it's pretty gorgeous. Though. It is, but like, you said, wow, that, that's like, aesthetically. <laughs> I said, wow, yeah. you know, like, but <clears throat> like there are boss fights where you're like, whoa, I can't believe the system can actually do this. I will say like and, so far, like the, the two boss fights that I've had, and it's not been from a real graphically impressive place, but they've yeah. been really interesting and right. fun Strategic. and yeah like, yeah as, as like that th- those enemies stand in stark contrast to the foot soldier enemies like i'm talking to me. i'm talking like wow it's as if i'm playing like the more impressive parts of resident evil 5 uh-huh. on a handheld yeah. it's not right. it's you when you see it and since you've played resident evil 5 you wow, will immediately really? like be reminded of certain parts of that game but you're you're gonna i think you're gonna be very impressed at what this system can do like everything that's going on screen at the same time right. you know the frame rate doesn't drop i mean yeah i've been playing monster hunter so i yeah. i know like i like the 3ds can do some pretty amazing but, stuff when you have good yeah. the frame rate doesn't drop because i saw in the boss fight it doesn't a little bit oh, oh there's, a, there's the like game. this horrible part where like you're trying to go through like a obviously loading uh, like, the, like, those are super annoying. Whereas, like in the Resi, in the old games, it would have been the door sequence, right? Yeah. But here, it's just it doesn't change, and it like stutters, like there's this rotating. I had okay. That's wheel. the part I was talking about. It's the most obvious loading. Yes. Like trying to mask loading. Yes. I've ever and seen. It just sits there, and the doors job. spinning like it's they awful. Don't. I think the sound is really good. The music, like uh, yeah, yeah, limited music. There has been one so thing far. about the demo. I like the sound quality was really low. Is that? Better the music the game. Was, seemed good, but some of the sound effects were like really, really bad. Like the yeah. lightning strike. I didn't even know lightning was lightning. It just sounded like... like. Did anybody play with the Japanese voices? I, play, I played the demo in Japanese voices. I'm going to actually, on my second run through... I'm bummed you um, can't switch it midway through. I was playing with English voices, but she's so not like... Jill, I, it, I think we're like more sad. Like, it's pretty clear they didn't have context when they were recording it or something. Because Jill is like... Something really crazy and horrific is happening, and she's just like yeah. totally calm. And I like, think you what? can constantly change it, like, between chapters after you save or something. You can't oh, like. Hey, really? I think oh, I, I want to say that is but. the voice actress for Jill different? No, it's it's different from RE Five. Unfortunately, Chris it's, is the same though, right? Chris is the same. Yeah, yeah um, it doesn't sound like what I think of as Jill she's, at all. No, she. It's a different woman. It doesn't really feel like. Yeah, I agree. But so and. Yeah, just to, to continue on a couple other things that I noticed, I'm like turning into the big negative Nancy, I guess here. But like mm. some of the other things that annoyed me is like the partner doesn't do anything. Your partner character but actually shooting enemies that all the time. Is weird. Like the enemies just go after you. Like, the enemies go after. Ignore the other. Yeah, right. For the most part, they sometimes they'll do stuff, but. The, 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 you can just run around and have your partner character shooting the enemy forever, it's and not it's doing damage. Right? No damage yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. no damage dogs. at all. It's super annoying. I mean, the, the one thing to kind of compensate for that, the partner character can't die. Right. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it. <laughs> yeah. They're not but it's just, it makes the whole thing less like, like... Like with Resident Evil 4 and Resident Evil 5, like a lot of people's gripes about those games is that, you know, the partner, the AI was so stupid that they would die and it would be game right, over. Right, right, right. You really don't have to worry that's about true. that. That's so true. I think that's probably why. Give and take, you know. Sure, sure. Um, there's some really bad specific sequences that i kind of want to talk about but maybe we shouldn't um and there's a part where you can't get up for a certain reason and there's then suddenly it's obviously for like a gameplay a bunch of stuff that then attacks you and then suddenly you just get up and you're just fine early I on in the game talking about. very early on in the game a lot of dog type mm-hmm. enemies coming at you Oh, I already forgot. I get some sleep. It was but, yesterday, but <laughs> but like it was just a blur. Yeah, I mean, like, I will say overall though, like I I 
I want to go back and play more. I also love the, uh, you know, previously on Resident Evil Revelation that is thing they do. When you really? You like that? I don't That's like awesome. that at all. Do they end it's every chapter with hilarious a, a lost kind of It's like a show. as show. hell. It shows you. But it's a good reminder of, I mean, if you're just playing it, sure, it's been a day, but like, yeah. if you pick it up after a week, that's pretty useful. Like, if you pick it up after story. a week. But here's my other thing. The game is so not designed to be a handheld game. Like, I agree. Besides that previously on whatever, you can't use, it auto-saves less yeah, than you can like, normally save manually on a typewriter in a regular Resident Evil game. I mean, the auto-saves are few and far between. But I mean, you can sometimes. put your system to sleep, right? So you can put your really system matter. to sleep, but the 3DS sucks the shit out of your battery. I agree. I mean, By like, the way, I don't know if you guys noticed this. Are, so either of you playing with Frankenstick? I, I am. I but, tried yeah. for like five minutes. I just couldn't get into it. Really? I, just, I'm the opposite. I can't. In fact, I, I mean, bought a second one. I forgot mine at work yesterday, so I bought another one just so I could play it with it last night because I can't play without it. Yeah, oh, wow. me too. I need too. that right stick. But if you put it to sleep with the Frankenstick on and then you mm-hmm. come out of sleep, it the Frankenstick is no longer recognized. You have to yep. go into the options and set it again. Wow. It's ridiculous. Wow, 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 wow. Yep. QA I don't know if that's Capcom's fault or Nintendo's fault, though, but whatever. Probably, it's, yeah. it's bad. But I... I it's the, the, the handheld experience thing really bothers me. You should be able to quit out any time Save your game and quit out at any time and play some other game. I mean, come on. I noticed that in between, I actually think the segments are pretty short. No more than like 10 minutes of gameplay. So you, you stand to lose maybe Between autosaves? Yeah, that, that's what I thought. Right. But that's but like how long is it in a normal Resident Evil game? Maybe 10, I mean, maybe 15 minutes at I the mean, longest? If, this is a handheld game. Like, like, when, like, like when Code Veronica first came out, it took an hour before you got to the... Like, oh no, I'm sorry. That's the item box. Forget it. Well, but yeah, you know. I mean... You know, so the point I, I agree though. I mean, there's no reason not to do it. So that's a real bad oversight. I feel like I'm playing. Also, as a horror game, this goes to a larger, a larger problem. But as a horror game, I have no interest playing this anywhere except like in a dark room, right? Probably at home. Did like that, yeah, playing yeah. this a game on a train or whatever is with all the like fine aiming you're doing and right. the nature of the game and catching it, the story. It's just not a real, really a portable game. But like on the flip side, it feels like a real, genuine, like not half-assed Resident Evil game. That, so, that I will the say, part. it does have a more compared to previous side Resident Evil games. Absolutely, that's true. Like, like I even, this is probably the PSP game, right? I mean, that got got announced. I would, and then I guess so. Probably, I'd, yeah. But, I was wondering that. I but. mean, um. But it, it just felt like a real Resident Evil game. Like, I didn't feel like I was playing something, like, while waiting for the next game. It feels like, oh, wow, this, you know, if you want to know everything in the main, just in the main Resident Evil series, you have to play this game. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I would say it's it's kind of like a sequel to RE3, RE uh, Umbrella Chronicles, because it's, it's like 85% Jill. Like, it's interesting yeah. that the, between the three of us, we have pretty much three separate opinions. You, I, I feel like Mark's kind of on the hater side. You're kind of on the lover side, and I'm sort of like right in the middle. But I think that probably is a, not a bad thing. I think like I, I, maybe opinions are going to be pretty polarized, but um, I, you know, personally, I'm looking forward to playing the game more. Well, let me it's really, you know, let me say a couple a couple other things that I think about it. Um, I do like the weapon customization. You find right. a lot of different. Um, Parts that when you find kind yeah. of the equivalent of an item box now, yeah, you can yeah. swap your different weapons. And then also you can swap um, like basically boosts in and out of your weapon. So twenty plus 20% damage. Plus I, I like that. Faster like reload. How you can kind of take back. Yeah. You know, it's not permanent. You can just switch around whenever exactly. you want. That's, yeah. that's an, I hope that makes it to RE6. And I hope the moving while shooting does too. 
I like that as nah. well. Like uh, the controls actually with the um, Circle Pad Pro, mm. I feel like are are pretty solid. They're not yeah, great, yeah. but they're pretty solid. Um, I, I just can't get used to it. Like, I've been playing it in one way for so long. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess if I discipline myself, I can try to get used to it. But yeah. I just wasn't feeling the whole... I need that right angle. stick. I can't do it. I mean, we probably. I think we might have mentioned this maybe when we played the demo or something. One stupid thing about it is like you have to like hit the Y button when somebody's like clinged on you, which is like as far away from the stick as it could possibly be. That's really Doesn't bad. Make any sense. Yeah, you should just wiggle the stick or something. I know? did realize I don't know the 3DS buttons yet. Me neither. Because... And playing in the dark, you can't see them. Exactly. So that happened to me too. And when you're customizing your weapon, the UI is fucking retarded it's right. horrible the way you go forward and back and yeah. it, you, you keep moving your gun in and out it's i don't want to go into it but it's just really badly really really badly done almost right. as bad as re5's ui when trading right. items right. which oh was God, remember really that? bad oh I, I i hope they fix that for god six. that was so broken they are just not I, yeah. good at ui things there um, what about uh, multiplayer? Did you guys play any? I haven't really tried it, but I did see a lot of raid mode trailers, and it looks fun. You know, I don't even know about multiplayer. What I do would, you do? I I I played it last night. I was kind of surprised. Oh, just um, with the random person? Yeah. Oh, really? Like a lot of the reviews have praised that instead of the main. I will say, it. as something, so, if I had gone into it expecting a lot from it or even knowing that it mm-hmm. existed i probably i might have a different opinion but yeah, I, kinda, I had no idea that the game had multiplayer right i thought it was i yeah. thought it was just me i was like shit i haven't been following this game but <laughs> yeah it has multiplayer and it has local but also online multiplayer nice it has this kind of they're kind of like little uh mini missions is that what the missions thing is and in the like, menu like the menu has yeah. campaign and then missions you have to kill like a certain amount of enemies it's kind of like a, a twist on mercenaries it's kind of but like it's mercenaries, also different it's but also it's, different it's not it, the, there's not like a clock running down it's more yeah. so you somebody hosts somebody comes in it's just two players two players you have like a, a lobby um, in which you can go to like a shop and buy stuff. You can choose different characters that you can unlock other characters. Right. What? You trying to say something? Oh, no, I'm just listening. Okay. Um, you <laughs> have been raptured by your, yeah. by your speaking. You can do your upgrades, which you unlock. Part of the way you unlock different different of these things, different missions, different items, different characters is by street passing with people, um, which is kind of oh. cool. Um, so one person sets up the thing. It, says I'm ready the other person gets gets all their shit ready you earn points in the single player game that you can also spend unlocking different yeah, weapons right you get a ranking at the end of each stage Boosts. or episode yeah. which gives you points yeah so then once you get in um let's say one of the levels is that beach level right the, one of the first levels of the game it, you're just cordoned off into a, a section of the level and it's you and your partner going around um you have ammo and health spread throughout the level you don't have to race for it each of you has it on their screen so you'll see a guy grab something but it won't disappear you can Mm. grab it which is kind of nice because you don't have to fight over that stuff especially since there's no way to communicate with each other (laughs) which no mic support it would kind of suck (laughs) not that i not that i noticed Mm. anyway Um, not that you would notice because japanese people never use it anyway that's true well and i'm not sure if the guy was japanese or not but Mm. it was his name was bicycle so if you're out there, but bicycle, that was fun. Bicycle. Bicycle. You, Buy a bicycle. you, you, okay. you, you, you gain levels. You, right. you finish these things, you gain levels. But what you do is you go around, you kill a certain number of enemies. 
But it's keeping track, A, if you hit or miss, but also each time you hit, it shows how much health it's taking off. Enemies have a life bar. Right, right. And so there's a number appears, and you learn, um, like, for example, those loafs on the beach. If you hit them in the mouth, you, they take more damage. If you hit them in, like, certain parts of the mouth, they take a lot more damage. I noticed that yeah. when playing the game. Okay, yeah. so yeah, it's, you, you, it's kind of a skill shot thing. Um, you're going through killing these guys. It's kind of a survival horde mode thing, but it's also... Just kind of a I mean, skill thing. It's, it's oriented toward like people who like to who like to play really really well, and I'm actually yeah. not like that. Where I, I I don't care. Like I mean, at the end of every chapter or episode, they give you like your accuracy. Right. And I really don't give a shit. To right. Be honest. You're like D every time. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm like B A, but you know, I don't need the S. <laughs> I'm like an S. Yeah, all the time. But you don't. You know, but it's so yeah. It's, it's for those people. Yeah. It's a nice little extra, and these things last like five ten minutes like i did a, a later one and it was like a decent chunk of right. the ship it was like another right. part of the level and you had to get a key and it's do a, something else so it's a meaty game i, I was i was surprised you have levels you, you level up your character when you see when you're online you're like looking yeah. for somebody oh this guy's level six okay maybe i'll partner with him you can obviously you can host a game or just search worldwide or in your territory like, for right. you to play can, with someone. You can else. street pass people and collect missions or right. accomplishments. I'm glad they added that stuff. The other thing I'm glad they added too is achievements. Like there's basically an awards system that's basically achievements for the game, which you know it sucks the system doesn't have it itself, but it's nice that it has that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So those other those also unlock things, right? Um, just extra stuff, you know. This this game single is, player game. Yeah. It'll I didn't actually use it because I didn't like. So there's like this menu screen that has like it shows you what you can unlock, but if you've already unlocked locked it i didn't want it to do it but i guess you just touch it and then you get yeah. the item or something okay yeah because like i had like unlocked the nerve or something but i didn't want to like waste it yet so i didn't you got do it, it but, right okay right right so you know and yeah uh wrap up story i, I think is, it, i, I yeah. think it's i i mean i don't know what bottom line is i i, I want to play it more and i think like we've been pretty harsh on it but i mean rightfully so but that said i still want to go back and like finish the game which right. is honestly sometimes i don't feel that way about resident evil games so oh really it's yeah, I mean, like, I, I didn't, I never, well, I watched you play through five, so I didn't, but I never finished it myself, and I never felt like I wanted to, but, like, I, 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 I'm enjoying this enough, at least, that I want to. For, go if, if you didn't like five, but you like the series, I think it's worth giving it a shot. Yeah, I, I it's, well, he'll hear, like, as much as I, as, like, uh, hardcore Resident Evil fan, I'm disappointed with the enemies, really don't like the scanning or whatever, um, I do think a lot of people just on the controls and the graphics that are really good are going to have fun with it. Um, you know, I will say the multiplayer is good. Parts of the customization and stuff like that I like. Um, the story, I don't really see entertaining many people. There are like two well, hours I think it's worth entertaining of in me. This is horrible. That's kind of I mean, true. That, there's this like scene early on where they show like the news report of like yeah. the history God, of the island. That's so bad. Velcro, yeah. first of all. <laughs> Would you ever name something as Velcro, Velcro basically? Yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah. How can you hear that and not Velcro? There's another phobia. And they have the floating, <laughs> the floating city of the Aquapolis. Aquapolis. Oh, so and they introduce like more organizations too. It's kind of just like, really? Like, let's yeah. just use the ones we got, guys. Like, but that said, like, if they're going to inject, like, if the only way to extend the series is to like, make up fictional places and then well, destroy them so they never had to. They, they, the they agree. Oh, no. So when you see the end of the game, you'll be like, oh, okay. You know, that makes sense. Right. It, it's kind of a direct lead into RE5 in so some ways. Is okay. t- in the second half any better than the first? I'm just curious. It, it starts to really ramp up. Really? Like, and then I, you see, you, you really don't know what's going on in the plot and who's yeah. who and who's going to live, who's a good guy, who's a bad guy, I until see. like... The last 15 minutes. Well, he of the knows game. some of who's going to live because you've played the other Resident Evil games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Chris, I'm and, sure Chris, is Chris and Jill okay. live. <laughs> oh, spoiler. spoiler. You know. um, 
oh yeah darth vader luke's father kind of deal but yeah you know yeah um okay <laughs> but there's like two hours worth of cutscenes, and that, that's kind of surprising for you know a, a non-numbered game a lot of so eight, uh, two of the eight hours are just sitting there watching i don't think it counts towards your time okay. I, I will say too just yeah. like public service announcement is that a lot of the game is more like the old Resident Evils that a lot of people probably didn't like about the old Resident Evils where it's a lot of backtracking through yeah, the backtracking. same place. Okay, I now I got this key. I can go back and Small open that locale. door. They have a few yeah, different maps. Key or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They have a couple different maps yeah. to try to help you see, okay, here's where that door was that could use that key, which actually does help. Yeah. It helps a lot because that was a lot of the, the pain in the ass in the old games. But, um, but yeah, I... I definitely come down on the more negative side of this, and mm. I, I stand by the stuff that I've said. But um, as a handheld game, this is the first game I will have spent the most time with this on my 3DS, and that's mm. I, I've been meaning to play. That's you know Mario 3D Land and a couple other games, but um, I am still going to play it. I'll probably sell it after I finish playing it, which I wouldn't normally do with the Resident Evil game, but I am still going to play it. So this isn't a stay away at all costs thing, but I think um, hopefully people can hear everything we've said it, and decide where they would fall. You know, it's not Resident Evil 6, so you know, got to remember that. Yeah, I mean, it's no, it's not Resident Evil Gaiden either. Like, it's no, not as no, bad no, as no. the fucking Game Boy games. It's not as bad Harry as... Burton doesn't show up, and I'm selling yeah. this game as well. So, uh, all right. I think we've said about everything we need to say about that for now. Um, why don't we take a quick break? And when we come back, we will jump into news, um, talk about some Wii U stuff, some next box rumors, um, some mistakes that might have been made really? in the last podcast. <laughs> oh, we made um, mistakes? And uh, our Vita contest. Um, right. So all that and more when we come back. All right, we're back, and um, Alex has disappeared. <laughs> Turned into a blob. That's right. Melted down into a blob. We will scan him later. But in his place, uh, Brendan and Hiroko have returned. Hello. And we're going to talk back. about some news. News. And a lot of stuff has happened, even yes. in the last few hours, actually. It's a good thing we waited to do news. Hmm. JJ, what's the, give us the news theme song. Actually, wait, before that... <laughs> I forgot. Before that, corrections, <laughs> corrections department. Give us oh, the right. Corrections department theme. Wah, wah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. I also would have accepted oops or something <laughs> like that. Um, bum, 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 something like sure. that. Um, so last week uh, we had the don. We talked about Donkey Kong. Yes. Why are we talking about Donkey Kong? Oh, um, it was something about character the design. Character design oh, but why did it come up? Um, Nobody don't, knows. I don't remember <laughs> what I had but anyway, yesterday. it was all blur. <laughs> so yeah, so I got kind of into it and was talking about like how Donkey Kong, the rare designed Donkey Kong for uh. Donkey Kong Country, was wearing a tie that had his initials on it, right. and how ridiculous that was, and how uh-huh. that would never happen, you know, <laughs> uh, if it was designed by Nintendo. 
And as somebody pointed out uh, astutely, actually the Donkey Kong excellent game, Donkey Kong for the Game Boy, right. Donkey Kong ninety four, Game Boy Color, um, or actually it was Game Boy, but it supported the Super Game Boy. Super yeah. Game Boy yeah, right, was right, colorized. Right. Um, actually has Donkey Kong on the cover of it with a tie that has DK. Right. Mm-hmm. So, however, <laughs> so it, technically, yes, it is. A, is it is a correction? However. That came out, that Donkey Kong for the Game Boy came out in, uh, what was it? 94. It was 94. It was June 94 in Japan. Right. And Donkey Kong Country came out November of 94. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, of course, this is released in 94. So, of course, that character design. I'm going to just go ahead and throw out there the theory that Japan is like, fuck, all right, put a tie on them. We got this other thing going out. He has to have a tie from now. Took a long time to render that thing with the SGI workstation. Well, I don't know. I mean, it it could be very well like Rare had the design because that was like Donkey Kong Country was the new flagship title for Donkey Kong. So maybe that that design took precedence and they decided to use it on. I'm I'm kind of kidding. Like the whole thing is kind of ridiculous. (laughs) Right. But but I I I actually like his necktie anyway. I'm going to stick to Yeah, that's fucking that. That's a whole nother um, argument. All right. Now, I think that's all the corrections. Were there any, we get anything else wrong? We should get JJ a necktie that says JJ on (laughs) That would be awesome, actually. actually. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Oh, man. Maybe that should be our Vita contest. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Make Um, make me a tie. Whoever that sends it. yeah. And then the best time. I think, JJ, it's time for news. Now now give us the news. Okay. News. All right. And uh, what news we have starting off. Um, actually, this was. We have news here about Wii U. We have news about an Xbox. Not really a lot happening in PS4 land, but just just like that one report that somebody said that the PS4 was more uh, powerful than the 360 or the next box or whatever. Uh, well, but, right, there was but, that, but it was like a, we have no method of comparis- yeah. comparing anything. Nobody yeah. knows what anything is, so it was kind of ridiculous. But um, you're gonna need three jobs for this one. On the Wii U, um, we first we had. Yoshinori Ono, um, the uh, outspoken Capcom producer of uh, his, like, Street Fighter 4. Also known as uh, Yoshinori Trollface Ono. (laughs) That that is true. (laughs) Why is that? Um, Just look it up on the internet. All right. um, He's producing Street Fighter Cross Tekken these days. And um, you might remember he kind of teased... What was the last thing he teased? He he basically teased... He teased, he, did he tease Monster Hunter? He, yeah, he teased a big announcement for 3DS last year and like sort of suggested it would be Monster Hunter. But then I want to say he also teased the fact that Nintendo would announce something last E3, like before it was known that they were going to talk about. Yeah, he's been known to kind of like uh, throw out a few yeah little bounds. tidbits. So what he uh, had said to um, I'm not sure who the original uh, interview was with but we're looking at the um neogaf thread based on a translation of 3d juegos juegos.com always a favorite um (laughs) and that's with um ono saying what we saw last e3 is not a reflection of everything this console the wii u is able to offer Mm. um and then i can't tell you more about it because if i do nintendo will send us assets to finish me which is basically (laughs) not saying anything because it confirms the existence of nintendo ninjas <laughs> it, it basically it, we knew you know, people had said or it had been implied that okay there was stuff that had been held back from the last right. year's E3 but this was like 
rock solid on it. He actually he went on to say something. It isn't something like Connect or similar accessories. It's something different. Um, and um, he had some other oblique things to say. But what he might have been talking about kind of came out in a fun-filled, fact-filled, surprisingly um, full of news Nintendo investor relations meeting um, with um, President Satoru Iwata talking about a lot of different things, including the Wii U, um, which the Wii U, he said, in addition to little things like they're going to have different user accounts, kind of like a PS3 or, or Xbox. Why are you um, so smiling? I'm <laughs> just <laughs> like thinking about because this, this investor's meeting or whatever, like thinking about the last Nintendo Direct, I wonder if he held it in like a gymnasium <laughs> or something. <laughs> He's dancing around <laughs> on the soccer field, right? <laughs> um, but also, and uh, you, you have to wonder if this is what Ono was talking about. They uh, want to said that the controller, the Wii U controller, will have near field communication, which uh, capability built in. <laughs> so, JJ, you want to explain what that means to people? NFC? Uh, basically, people the yeah, there's like a receiver and then a like an NFC object. For instance, a uh, train car, uh, like a train pass. So all you have to do is touch the train pass to the receiver and data is transferred over or, you know. It's like, in well, in, in America, people have them for gas stations or credit cards sometimes where you just really? have to touch. Yeah, you just right. have a little nub that you touch to a payment little right. thing right. and it flashes and then it automatically subtracts. The and in and, and gaming, uh, Sega and Square both have like these card arcade games where you would take... There's like this big uh, table almost and you would take playing cards and put them on the table and whatever the trading card had on it, for instance, there's uh, Three Kingdoms uh, tactics or whatever. You can put uh, Cao Cao or Cao Cao if you're into <laughs> that sort of thing. Uh, his card on the table and he will show up in game with his army. And you can move that card in real life. And as you're moving that card... yeah. The army moves in the exact same way in the game. So it's like I, it's, it's like awesome. I have yeah. judgment, except it's not doing it optically. Right, it's doing it via a chip embedded in the little playing card. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So you can imagine that people are already talking about some of the applications of this. Not only like you're talking about these card games that are mm-hmm. pretty popular here in Japan. That would make a badass version of the Pokemon card game, right there, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that too that works. I, I totally think those card games could make it in America if we have something like the Wii U. Supporting that, when right. it could even take existing things like like magic and do interesting things with them. Right, but then right. also one of the biggest stories in retail of the last year is the Skylanders right. um, franchise, which right. um, I don't know a whole lot about it except for what I know from listening to the Bombcast, which is actually probably kind of a lot, yeah, because <laughs> they talk about it a lot. Um, but basically, you buy these figures, you put these figures on a little stand, and then you unlock them in the game. Right. Um, and it's it's a cool novel thing. Even people, it's kind of aimed more at kids, but it's been getting a lot of interest even outside of that. It kind of scratches the collector's itch, but also the video game itch, but also like uh, it's hitting a lot of different quadrants. What do they call it? A four quadrant game. <laughs> Um, so, and, you know, people already talking about, well, like a Pokemon right. game yeah. with this kind of technology where you buy the physical Pokemon toys and then that gets you them in the actual game. You put them, you know, near the controller or on the controller or right. whatever that unlocks them in the game. Or you look mm-hmm. at the 
figure and then you see it fighting the other one you put them together i mean you do all kinds of crazy shit with yeah this this to me is like this is the wiimote that we were waiting for for (laughs) this is big this is not like the controller with the screen is cool and there's things you could do what we were saying remember when when we first played it we're like this is cool but this is not like the the big like you know generation changing right, thing or right. whatever but like but this remember thing, you said there's nothing left like what else could there possibly <laughs> be right. there's no other ideas right. that are out except, there except holograms that. i believe i said but, um, well now yes. you now you have figurines that aren't holograms they're real right. but this right. is exactly the kind of thing that you want when you feel that way too right you want something that comes completely out of left field that is a great idea and it's like that's what this is to me like this isn't something any of us would have predicted last year like, i would say that i would say it and it's say it is out of left field i wouldn't say it's a uh, i mean I, I think it has like big potential. I don't right. think it's as it's the whole paradigm shift that the two screen DS is or that mm. the Wiimote is, at mm. least at first blush. And I think Nintendo revealing this information at a investor meeting also says that they don't see it that way too. Mm, right. But I do think that it has applications beyond the Skylander example, beyond the example that we talked about with the card game. Mm. Oh, really definitely. interesting Certainly. possibilities. That open up with that this. Te- technology is used for train, like JJ said, train cards, and also for these like money systems that they have in Japan that are, haven't really caught on elsewhere. But I mean, the amount of data that it can transfer and the speed, which is pretty much instant, is like enough that you could do a lot of cool stuff with that. Way beyond what they do with Skylanders, like that's like basically kind of, uh, to my knowledge, is like reading a barcode more or less, right? And then sort right. of like that's it. Like, but I mean, like JJ was saying, you could be doing movement, you could be maybe putting something on 3DS games or something and having some kind of interaction with your 3DS, depending. Like, there's, like, lots of different things they could do, right. I think. Yeah, I think the barcode examples is really important because they've tried barcode scanning with video games barcode before. Barcode battler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they've tried it before, and it didn't really work, but the difference between that and this is that you're going to have a physical object that's actually interesting to have. You'll have a figurine, you'll have a card, you'll have something we haven't even thought of yet, and that's much more interesting to gather. Yeah, oh, God. It opens up almost like a a scary amount of possibility with Nintendo themselves in terms of like so they they license out you know to a lot of different places but like if Nintendo wants to get into like making more like physical goods as part of their part of their games like toys Mm -hmm. like um, I mean Pokemon Company like that's that sort of thing like they could do all kinds of it's scary, scary, things. but it's it like sounds a new, like a great idea right. for profits. And I mean, it's a new way of it's another kind of DLC, but it's like physical DLC, <laughs> right? And, 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 and the the thing about this is, and this is why Nintendo's smart, is that this is a way of bringing DLC into the kids area because they could, for instance, yeah. offer like a pack of cards as DLC, like Skylanders, even, right. and kids can just buy that at the store, like. And then bring it home and then put in their DLC. Pepsi right. you could have like well, bottle just caps touching. that yeah. have like chips on them. Exactly. Or right. They could do promotions. Oh my god! And yeah. Yes. <laughs> and like we were saying that we were saying this is out of left field, but actually, because like you know, I go. Uh, we have a local shopping center that me and my wife and uh, my son go to every weekend, and the baby area is right by like the kids' arcade, and there's just like there are always shitloads of kids there, and they're always playing these like you know half-size arcade cabinets that right, are like those here I've they're like that. uh common mm-hmm. uh, masked rider power rangers dragon ball z all this stuff like a uh, battling beetles right, right right all of them are going in this card route like this is like the trend for games for kids and i think nintendo probably just wants a piece of that and i think that's smart because 
their huge business. Yeah. Right. And I don't think them necessarily mentioning it means that it's not an important thing because I think they are not in the position they used to be. I mean, they just... Uh, they not, also, not that it's not an important thing, but on the level of the Wiimote or the DS double sure. screens. Well, I mean, they, maybe, maybe they have something else and that's why, but I still think this could be a really, really huge thing for them. I mean... No, you know, yeah, I, I agree. And they it, did announce the DS double screens before... Right. I mean, and they're in, they're kind of... Today's... Well, yesterday's conference, or was it today? I guess it was today's today, this morning. was also sort of, you know, saying like we're losing whatever 80 billion or whatever instead of making 80 billion and you know things are bad and that he has to basically tell investors why it's not going to be that bad so i think it's not right. you know a shock that they might have to reveal some stuff they wouldn't have wanted to otherwise well um other stuff that they did reveal um sticking with wii u apparently miyamoto said something along the lines of um the network has to have a totally new concept to be different um which i think is is interesting um and then in 3ds land just run through these because there's a lot of stuff um they talked about a new super mario brothers 2d game for the 3ds which i think is kind of funny (laughs) they're like specifying that it's a 2d game Mm. um will be coming out um it's going to be a key title this fiscal year or it says the next fiscal year here yeah i'm guessing christmas the next fiscal year would be this year yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay um nintendo first party dlc they've talked about this before um, they're considering it for their own software. Mentioned Super Mario as an example. If a Super Mario user gets tired, we can sell digital extras, which will drive extra revenue. I guess gets tired of the game is what right. they mean. Um, <laughs> get sleepy. You know, yeah. they, they do. They do mushrooms. have those like notice, notices when you're playing Wii games. Like take a break. Yeah, go <laughs> outside and talk to people. Um, <laughs> encourage higher communication amongst users and possibly increase satisfaction and hardware. I wonder if they'll have DLC for game coins, like you know. The coins you get in the 3DS. Like oh. If they'll like sell stuff for those. They've that said that they wouldn't do that kind of, Well, I, I would take that as kind of the shitty, cheap. You no, kind of hate the company I, that does I, it DLC. <laughs> but they've said. One second, let me just get this out. They've said that they were not. They said that they would do DLC, but they're not going to do it in a way that other places have done it, where it's like this cheap kind of shitty thing right i mean what john was i think what john was saying was that you could use your coins that you build up on your 3ds to buy dlc is that what you're that saying is what i meant yeah oh, oh i thought you were saying like sell coins as that's DLC. what i, oh, that's no, what no, I no, thought no, you no, meant no. too I meant, I meant like if you have coins you could get like maybe right. they'll sell something for five dollars but or a hundred coins or something you get into a weird area then though because then now you're making like walking around like physical money time is money that's, my friend you can only get yeah. 10 a day too so yeah it's but but it, and it's walking around with your with your 3ds which True. is worth money to Nintendo. They want to yeah. use it a lot. I only Good started point. thinking about this since Find Me Too because now you actually end up using those coins. You never used them before until right. like the, the update right. in November. Now you kind of mm. use them a lot. But it would probably be something like you buy 500 coins and you use those coins to buy something or you have to use a thousand of the free coins that you get i think there would be some sort of price differential okay well um staying in 3ds it's moving along um apparently they are happy with the success of swap note and they're considering other strategies uh to benefit from that kind of social behavior more swap like swap note like apps potentially uh, by the way the swap note messages i get from shane of his cat <laughs> wonderful um, there are other oh, okay. sounds involved in that. I don't know. I always have the sound off when oh. I look at swap note. Um, Path to profits will improve 3ds and focus on software is badly written, but, but thank you for the NeoGAF yeah. uh, original <laughs> post. Anyway, that we're reading this all from, um, Super Mario titles will drive a lot of profitability. All right, sixty percent of 3ds users have connected to the internet. That's, I think they were happy about that. Only 60? Um, 
That's that sounds that's high. That's high. Wow. I think. Really? For, yeah, yeah. For as many never kids as like have a, never used a Wi-Fi ever. Like I guess parents wouldn't let their kids do it. Right I don't now. know. Yeah. Mm. A lot of home consoles never even get connected to the uh, to yeah. the internet. Um, a lot of people just don't understand that stuff. It's like the people. Okay. There was some crazy statistic. This has to be wrong, but like the amount of people who have HD TVs that are not getting an HD signal, right. who think they have HD TV because they bought <laughs> an HD TV. What? Yeah, yeah, and they're watching Canada. I, I don't know how you know technology savvy they your parents are, but most parents <laughs> don't know shit about this. Stuff. But but I think kids do. Right, but even then, like maybe smaller kids don't know what Wi-Fi. They don't have Wi-Fi is, or yeah. whatever. I guess, I guess. Maybe, um, maybe. <laughs> and then um, blah blah blah. They said they have a shitload of titles. I don't see it here, but I remember them saying like two hundred titles. Yes, yeah, three like DS titles in the works. That's not just Nintendo, obviously. Um, two hundred Mario games. <laughs> right. And then in general, um, is there any good stuff from here? Oh, retail title downloads. So 3DS has capability, and Wii U will have the capability. Of downloading full packaged retail games, uh, like current gen retail games, um, and they're thinking about rolling this, this out. This is like step two in the right direction. That uh, step one was the little sort of achievements tease we got with the last update. That Nintendo right, actually right. is like acknowledging the rest of the world <laughs> finally, right. slowly but surely. Um, let's see. That'd be dangerous, by the way. Like having like Nintendo <laughs> games up for a re- for a digital download. Like I have a hard enough time right now not buying stuff, but I I don't think I'd be able to avoid that. Impulse purchases are like bad news when you have it right there at the push right, of a button. Right, right. <laughs> three o'clock in the morning, like, uh, yeah. fuck it, I'm just gonna buy and think, it. And think of. about it, on the Wii U, you may just be able to like touch your credit card to your Wii U controller and buy it. Boom. That's a good idea. Mind yeah. blown. <laughs> um, better pace, they're gonna try to roll out the software. They say this Everyone says this after yeah, every single right. console launch. So I really, I would love to see Wii U have a like awesome must-buy game one a month, but I'm sure it's going to have a couple at launch. Well, you saw none the, for three months. Oh well, yeah, maybe, yeah. and I mean, then he, a bunch. Yeah. He told investors like we're not going to repeat the mistakes of 3ds. He said it like three times during the thing. And he launched have a strong a strong launch lineup for Wii U. You remember when the they on my birthday when I went to that 3ds thing? They said we are not going to do what we did with I can't remember what it was. But it was the Wii, and Wii. we're going to have like. This, Steady rollout or whatever. I mean, they say that every single Maybe time. Maybe it's in their format, their speech format. Right, yeah. <laughs> there's, just a, there's a bullet point they just have to say. Yeah, there's a form where and it has that written as the Check. second thing. Uh-huh. They just write in the rest of the speech. Yep. Um, communities, like in Super Mario Kart, there's going to be a lot more of that kind of stuff. Yeah, in this other is games. all tied to the Nintendo, Nintendo Network. Right. Jinx. Which is now confirmed, basically. <laughs> right, and so there's that. Um, which is basically, that's just their name now for their online thing right right well it's, it's more than just the wi-fi connection though i mean right. they outlined it in the report which we don't have in front of us but i mean they specified it's it's like the things in mario kart it's people are going to have their own user accounts like individual logins like it sounds a lot more like a psn to me right. or maybe an xbox live but at least a psn than you know before i'm wondering if there there's like going to be some sort of uh system update that's coming soon that's going to do all this stuff like I would like for, what, for, 3DS? for the 3DS, for the 3DS oh. like oh. I understand for the Wii U that they're having all that stuff but like I kind of also want it for my 3DS probably maybe not in the same time yeah, yeah not until the Wii U comes out so <laughs> well maybe um, later this year then I guess they also were saying new previously unannounced uh, alliances and partnerships um, which sounds kind of like 
the you know monster hunter being key one of those already so they fine. did this in the past with sega and f0 then they kind of got away from it we're finally gonna get the final fantasy 7 remake that we've all been <laughs> waiting for no 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 it's that it's that um 3d version of final fantasy 6 that was flying around all the new all the oh, magazines right. <laughs> that never actually happened what else i forget because there was this era gamecube era of partnerships with nintendo where they were like hey, we actually can't make all the games that we have franchises Namco for made star fox that's what the other Sega one was Sega F-Zero. yeah i was trying Aww. to think of star fox okay f-zero was pretty good star fox wasn't so good f-zero had really mixed reception i, I, I loved it. it it was really difficult but i loved it yeah, and the arcade version it. was cool it was too hard for some people it was a little too hard yeah, arcade version was really cool yeah, yeah. yeah. but um um so, knows his ra- uh, racers that's true mm-hmm. um is that it for wii u nintendo earnings stuff there was a lot of stuff there um mm. i think it is why don't we move on to next box meanwhile in more in rumor land rather than um solid facts but interesting nonetheless um kotaku uh steven totillo friend of the show had a story up that made some waves about the next box um, from some industry sources, things that he had heard. Sorry. Good try. Good sources. That's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> you should say that after I say each thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So DVDs to Blu-ray discs. Industry sources. Um, <laughs> can't even keep it together. Um, some sort of anti-used game system. Industry sources. Um, what was the next thing? Um, new version of its Red Hot Connect hands-free sensor system with an, its own onboard processor, so that it would, you know, be able to more effectively detect user Might motions. <laughs> Industry sources. Um, and uh, IGN is reporting that the machine could be as many as six times more powerful than the current Xbox 360 industry sources (laughs) that's right so as always you got to take this all with a grain of salt but um i was too busy laughing at jj for the first one but (laughs) did you mention the blu-ray part yeah that was the first thing okay yeah that's that's that so let's rank these like sure blu-ray is like almost well duh kind of level right right it's got to have some kind of crazy massive way bigger than dvd of course Mm -hmm. right storage already getting into like two three disc games but at this point it's almost like who blu-ray who cares like blu-ray as a format people are going to kill me for this is not right dvd and it's just like whatever most people are going to be downloading shit anyways Wait, what? Well, I don't know Wait. what you mean by that, though. What do you mean it's not? You lost like, me. Blue, I was Blu- with you. I Blu-ray Blu-ray movies and stuff like that. They're yeah. like people do Netflix and all that other stuff now. It's like eh. sure, but if you need a disc format, that's the disc. But format. I, they may. I don't know. Just Maybe for, they go with another format altogether. I don't but, know. but but just for but they sto- just said they're doing Blu-ray. Well, this is not official this is rumor. <laughs> but but Blu-ray, it's just space reason, right? It's not. Right. It's just a lot of shitload of space. There are other things though that have huge space. You know, like what disc like formats? Cards. It doesn't have to be a disc, right? Well, like what? You're going to sell cartridges again? SD cards go up to like 32 gigs, dude. You're going to sell every, every game is going to be a 32. You're going to go like into Neo Geo land where every cart game is going to be a cartridge. <laughs> it's going to be. Yeah. Why would you do that? That's no, that's that doesn't cost that much. What? What are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yes. I don't. Like, so Blu- Blu-rays cost a lot of money too, just so you know. No, I know, re- yeah, but, it, it, <laughs> but JJ, the, the, much, the, much the cost of scale for the amount of size is like, yeah, that's what. Well, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, 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 like, hey, how it is. I, I, 
there's no saying that they will definitely have to have a disc based thing in the next Xbox. That's that's true. That's true, true. But yeah. but you you think that they would go that route where it'd be download only? I don't think it'd be download only, but I think uh, well, I don't know. I'm sure they'll probably just go with Blu-ray. I think I mean, back to the corner I, that you are. <laughs> well, like I think there's scrambling. a possi- I think there is a possibility that they don't, but you probably that's like the least path of resistance. I think Phil Harrison said like soon after PS3 came out that he'd be. Su- I'm probably misquoting this, but something like he'd be surprised. If there were, Sony put out another system that had a physical media, I remember that quote from Trey, and I was like, point, "What? Yeah. No!" And I don't think he's, you know, I think he's just a system or two off. Uh, PS4, right? PS5, PS, maybe. PS5 or six. I mean, I've got one. Maybe. It's called an iPhone, but why it's would, great. Why would you like? Yeah, but yeah, well, we'll hit the points. We'll hit the <laughs> points I'm not even gonna get it. I'm yeah. not gonna address that. <laughs> Um, so the, I, I, so it goes from that, which I think is the most, I thought was the most like, yeah, okay. That's, that's a, a duh kind of That means of a little bit to me. I mean, I'm at least in the final fantasy, whatever, doesn't have to be like four discs or whatever, you know, they had that right. problem with Xbox mm-hmm. 360 a few times. But the, um, and the connect thing also is in kind of like, well, yeah, sure. I'd kind of, you know, we'd heard that sort of thing before it was going to have like super connect. That makes sense. Right. It's super popular. It'll be built in next time. But then I think kind of the bottom drops out into the used game rumor, which just, I mean, I'm kind of don't, I'm kind of incredulous. I'm kind of just like, I don't see how this would possibly. And I mean, the story itself is like source didn't know how they would implement it. Um, Doesn't speculate a whole lot on the different ways that it would do it. But for example... If you put your game in and it had a unique identifier, like we all know the PSP games do <laughs> yes. now, um, and that it would tie it to your system and not be able to use it on another system, I just it opens up I, so many different cans of worms. I mm. even wonder. I mean, what, what the legality the of, of something right. seems weird. Right. Well, like let's say you buy a game. You put it in your system, mm. your system breaks or whatever, you have to get a new one, then what? You can't play the own game that you bought? Or you bought a game and you have more than one system in your house? You can pay $15 for the rights to play it on your next system. Right. So <laughs> it, I don't think it's that far. I don't think it's... So, yeah, it doesn't sound like there's a good solution, but there's a lot of solutions. I don't. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if they had something that... I, that I wouldn't would, buy a really? system that had But that. here's the thing. Unless everybody agrees to it, Unless, like, Sony and anybody who would make a console agree to it, then you're just surrendering the market to the other guy. Like, who's going to possibly buy a next box version of something if it had any kind of anything, a whiff of this kind of thing? That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's completely surrendering yeah. market share. It would be suicide, retail suicide. You know, I think Look I saw how- something on Gaff where, like, there was this almost a similar rumor for the PS3. I don't think this is true. Like, you're going to piss off. GameStop, who sells yeah, used right. games, you're going to piss off. I mean, Best Buy is getting into that wall. I mean, mm. it's just... Amazon. I don't know. It's just, it kind of is mind-blowing. And look at the response that, what was it, Resident Evil Mercenaries got when you couldn't delete the save data or, like, every you just unlock everything. Right. And really, people got really pissed about that. Yeah, and that was right. just one game. Right. It, and it's weird because I think there's still a thing with physical media because when you download something, right, that's basically what you're doing. You basically are giving up. You can't right. sell it sure. used right. or, right. you know, give it to a friend or anything like that. So <laughs> it is effectively have, that. Do you have a problem with that, though? Or No, I mean, that's, that's just kind of how it is, mm-hmm. right? right. And, but I... So that's why I'm saying it's kind of weird that that thing does exist, but then 
something about once you get into the physical media, that that whole idea. Um, I can understand people talking about it, but I can't imagine one of the console manufacturers going ahead, like pioneering doing something like that. Maybe they're going to, well, yeah, I mean, maybe that's, I, I don't think there's any way they could just completely get rid of physical media, media basically because of retail. But I mean, that would be one way to do make this work is to have everything be download only. basically. Right. Mm. Yeah. I think the thing is like with physical media, like I really always want to be able to sell it back, but with digital media, like as long as I can, as long as it's mine, like with a Steam game, as long as if I get a new computer, I can put it on that new computer. Right, right. right. I'm okay with it. Yeah, and and presumably if they ever did something like this, they would come up with some kind of method like that. Like, you know, it would be a pain in the ass. But maybe, maybe. I Like, I... I I would I don't want to leave it to them because I know they're going to just be out to fuck me. Yeah, I just I think there would be a crazy outcry. Mm. Um and even if, you know, maybe especially if all three of the big three got together and were like, yeah, we all signed this thing. We're all going to do this. Um, and I wouldn't put it past them because Sony already did something similar with the PSP games that you want to play on your Vita. Right. You, have to, you have to buy them again, basically. Mm. And that's this is a similar way of transferring what was once physical media into digital media. I could see the I could see Microsoft doing the exact same thing where it you is, have to pay money to transfer it for it to if you were to buy another hard. next box or something. Yeah. I mm. it would be weird even if they I don't know if they allowed third parties to let's say that you had the option to okay, well the uh the next, you know, Gears of War because so and so opted into it, or like a third party game, Madden is probably a better example. Let's say like EA comes around, or or Activision with Call of Duty, and they're kind of doing this in a weird way now. But basically says, okay, well, if this is tied to your system, and if another person buys this used, then they have to pay a certain amount of money in order to right. use it. They're just isolating it now to multiplayer. That's kind of what they're doing in a weird way. So I don't know. Maybe there's a shade of that is what they're talking about. They're going to um, put that yeah. capability in there. Maybe maybe this whole thing was just like a like someone said online passes for every game and then they took it to. Right. Yeah, it could it, be. It doesn't surprise me that they're talking about it, but I can't see somebody. I mean, at least in the way it's talked about where it's like a system wide thing. That right. would be that would be weird. But I still haven't redeemed my online pass for Uncharted 3, by the way. Really? Yeah, I don't think I ever will. Well, fuck that shit. <laughs> All right. Um, in a kind of related story, but there's a rumor about Microsoft phasing out Microsoft points. Allards. Allards. No, no, no. You're supposed to say <laughs> industry sources. Industry sources. <laughs> but um, yeah, this is from inside mobile apps um, because it would affect Windows Phone, the Zune Marketplace, uh, and Xbox Live. Yeah, basically. Good. Please do turning space bucks back into actual dollars. Um, you're existing points would get converted um but uh there's like shit in here about microsoft switzerland says it's not true and blah <laughs> yeah. blah blah. i don't know who knows it's an interesting rumor but the big hardware news the big big <laughs> next gen hardware news earth shattering well, megaton maybe we saved for last um neo geo portable <laughs> industry source <laughs> now this is yeah so we don't know it, it, where is this came from so this is the the neo geo uh classic system this is i mean there's pictures of it and everything this is i'm gonna say supposedly well, although it, yeah, it, it looks legit it. um it looks like iphone 
It, it looks exactly. It looks a lot like an iPhone. It does look like an iPhone. An iPhone um, with uh, buttons and a very like a pad on it that looks like the old SNK Neo like, Geo CD Pocket. controller. Yeah. Um, or yeah, they actually the, the Neo Geo Pocket had this similar kind of the grandfather to the circle pad, um, but much better. Uh, yeah, it was clicky, it did which feel is nice. Good, yeah. um, anyway, it's a it's a, ha- a handheld system. Supposedly, it has a four three inch screen, which I think is hilarious <laughs> and awesome because <laughs> you're never gonna use the whole screen. For uh, two, two gigabytes of in- internal storage, which I that's kind of what starts setting off things for me. I'm like, really? Uh, two? Well, what? You know what? It's probably just like a little. A little SD card built yeah. into the system. Um, and ships with 20 Neo Geo classics, supposedly, including NOM 75, Metal Slug, Magician Lord, Samurai Showdown, some good ones in there. Yeah, King of um, Fighters 94. This is, yeah, this is from a Famicom Plaza report. Um, yeah, a bit larger than an iPhone. It has, dis- the report that disappeared, right? Right. Famicom so, Plaza is like this store, and they sell kind of like uh, generic classic game systems like you know those weird nes clones and stuff right, like that right. so like I don't, I don't know maybe someone just gave them a bum report or something because you know it's they have no reason to lie about this i this uh, i feel and it, it's it's in the realm of there's nothing when you look at this there's nothing crazy about it right it would make sense yeah. for snk to do this it would make sure. sense for some any hong kong whatever manufacturer to right. put this together and to license it like none of this technology is is crazy yeah you don't point. need no. a super system the only to thing, play the only thing games. about it that bothers me is it's clearly photoshopped it's like or you know they complete like they stole like old iphones and right. they like refurbished <laughs> them or something right. also there's no price there's no date um, and there's no article anymore, so yeah. And the, different, <laughs> and the different renders have like different labels on the buttons depending on which picture you're looking at. Like, yeah, that looks like I want it to be real. It also has shoulder buttons, which I think is funny. L1, L2, R1, R2. Which yeah, uh, maybe they're hoping the Neo Geo turbo buttons. Scene will kick we up want, again. yeah, <laughs> we want to believe. Let's put it that way, yeah. but um, wouldn't be surprised. Um, so and then uh, you know, actually, that said though, looking at this thing, like I w- why don't I wouldn't mind if they made like an iPhone that had I think that's I exactly would, what I said. I you, thought the exact same thing. Make an iPhone with a stick and buttons on it, and then you are everything else can just give up. Gamer version the of the iPhone. Yeah. It, it, it would be over. The the right? war between the systems would be over. Yeah. Good God, the S and V can pack it up. Um. So last bit of news that just came uh, not the last bit of news but the last bit of news that just came out we was we skipped one Wii U bit um I didn't know if you were going back to it is that um CVG is saying that maybe the name is going to change oh oh, yes, oh yes. right yeah Which, uh, I think would be actually a good idea I don't like the Wii U very game. good idea I hope they change it to Wii with more eyes I don't know <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah any other I really any just wanted ideas? I just wanted to do that <laughs> anybody else got any other what would you what would you call it I don't think Ultra I can beat Famicom. that one. <laughs> I think it's smart to keep the Wii in it, but the U part is just uninspired. Like they need yeah. something better. Why don't than they that? just call it the so NES? Fun. I don't know. That was. I mean, that wasn't their first choice. I don't think. But I mean, it's just it just doesn't it doesn't sound we, good. We and they and they left just... a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths last year. So mm-hmm. I think it'd be good to come out again and re you know start over mm-hmm. do over. I really hope they do rename it though. I do yeah, too. Me too. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would say that I do, but it could be worse. I don't know why <laughs> or how, but. 
It could be worse. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was wondering if they had some market data that where people were confused, like people couldn't see there wasn't a big enough difference between just Wii and Wii U or something. That's what people That's were saying. What, yeah, I would yeah. think. I mean, I think any. I know anyone in my family would be confused. Like, family right. who's not a gamer, I mean, right. would be confused. Like, which? What's the difference? They look the same. They sound the same. It's a fine it's like, line to walk because you want mm-hmm. to recall. The Wii. What are you gonna a bit like Super Wii or something? Right, like, right. That square. I could see them doing that. That would be so <laughs> fucking lame. And all the games would super be super Wii, Wii. No, yeah. resort again. It it, oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Super. Wii. Then you get like Super Castlevania Four, where they just <laughs> add on the number and super. Right. Uh, all right. Um, but uh, moving along um, into realm of games now out of hardware into games um diablo we have to talk about diablo somehow diablo big ratings um what what do we what, i don't even know much about diablo so oh. uh, dispel my Is ignorance there news about diablo uh well there was just a really left? a really well there's the producer who left <laughs> the game has been canceled <gasps> <gasps> a producer left yeah a project oh my god going on for like 20 years <laughs> <laughs> He died of old age. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, so he left. I think the, the game is mostly finished, so he probably was just like, okay, guys. But things are changing, you right? got it. Is what the story is. So, yeah, is. there was a patch last week. I think it's patch number 10. Um, onto the beta? Onto the beta. Okay. And uh, they made a lot of changes. And uh, a couple of things that I actually mentioned on the podcast when I played it, um, the uh, Cauldron of Jordan, which was the, I, I think this is the one that turned any item you had into money. Uh-huh. Is gone, unfortunately. Really? Yeah, you have to go back to town to do it. Um, Did they listen to the podcast and then change it? Because maybe no, but I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> um, and there was uh-huh. the other thing, a Nephilim cube, which was it turned weapons into like little parts that you could turn into other weapons and stuff like what that. That's called? also gone. The Nephilim cube. The Nephilim yeah. cube. Um, they also got rid of identify scrolls. Okay. So you get like you get unidentified items, and all you have to do is just click and. So you sum it up. Are these good changes or they're, bad changes? I, they're, How are they being they're taken different changes, and, the, and those the are just the, some small changes. They changed a lot of really big stuff that I don't remember. But um, uh, yeah, the community seems positive and okay. a positive on one hand, and kind of hesitant on the other because this doesn't sound like the kind of change you make when a game's about to come out. Oh, I see. Mm, That's right. what people are freaking right. out about. Right? People just are worried that like this is causing more and more delays and the game will never be out. Interesting. Well, speaking of delays, um, Blizzard, next MMO, actually it's not delayed, it's just going to be in the rumored forever right. um, to basically Titan, I guess is the code name for it. Um, yeah. It's the successor to World of Warcraft. Um, apparently there was a job listing um uh, blizzard put out seeking a quote franchise development producer on a quote next gen mmo um and the job description was work with major consumer brands to facilitate product placement and licensing within the world of blizzard entertainment's next gen mmos that enhances the gameplay experience so it's going to enhance you know because of all that product placement you've ever done seen in your life that enhanced the gameplay oh, experience. That just makes me sad. Well no, what I think this this probably is and this probably like uh ties into there's another article I guess we didn't print it but uh BlizzCon this year is canceled in lieu of a Blizzard competitive gaming event. And uh I think what this says is that Maybe the next uh, MMO they're putting out has a high emphasis on competitive gaming. And, you know, competitive gaming needs sponsors to exist. Right. And so this kind of stuff 
could facilitate uh, help facilitate that so that's an interesting that's that would be interesting if that's all that this is and it's not actually like you're running around and there's fucking mountain dew everywhere (laughs) or whatever and you know because other people were like well i don't know it just means something's gonna be modern day or futuristic could be actually place brands in the but I mean, in the game. if it were futuristic, then I I would forgive it because it would actually it could add to the realism, maybe. But yeah, if it's like a fr- you know if it's like a front end for any kind of competitive thing, and it just is like fueled by dew or whatever sure. in the corner, um, Mountain Dew is my go to like, <laughs> reference for any game. Well, I mean, that is like yeah, product. the gamers drink and Rob place. Zombie for any uh, Thank you, music, for some music <laughs> yeah. and yeah. Dragula would forever right. be that. The song. And just one more thing, like uh, yeah, I really want that game. Okay. <laughs> no, I forgot I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> no, like, yeah, if I were an advertiser, I think a, a, especially a Blizzard MMO it just sounds like a goldmine for Of course, it's just whether or not it... Because people, like, live in those worlds, like, literally live Right, but it depends planets. on whether it intrudes on the experience or yeah. not. It's I mean, you guys, do you guys remember Slash Pizza? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But nobody's worried about the advertisers. <laughs> well, we no, I bring it up worried I'm, about like, oh, I want I'm not the advertisers can get <laughs> well, the money's worth yeah, out of this. Like, I, I just want to I just want to come at it from all yeah. angles. No, right. yeah. It, okay. I don't yeah. think they had vending machines with full of soda in the ElfQuest world, so that's kind of an issue. <laughs> Actually, yeah. um no. All right. So, Sopa we're not going to talk about. I'm just going to gavel that. Um Thank God. It's been talked to death. It's important, but whatever. It's yeah. dead. Um, we have more important things to talk about, like the Hudson Bee. Hudson! <laughs> <laughs> million times more important Dude. than that internet yeah. privacy Big bullshit. <laughs> um, let's see. So, yeah. So, Hudson is officially uh, ceasing to exist on March 1st as it's absorbed into Konami. But That's so sad. Hudson is dead. Long live Hudson because... Actually, Konami's going to keep putting out new entertainment to the fans, um, and they're going to keep the Hudson brand. The, people just don't know if they're going to kill the bee or not. It's the only <laughs> thing at this point. So, um, yeah, I actually, I'll take the bee. If they don't want it, I'll take it. That's really sad. The, yeah. the, the, the Hudson being on? Just yeah. Hudson, going, Hudson is like a staple. I mean, they weren't, yeah. they weren't known for like great games, but they were known for good games. And especially in Japan, they made a lot of good games that didn't come over to America. Like, I, ho- I hope in 20 years, like Hudson and Data East and like, I don't know, Jalico get back together and like have like a reunion tour. A ragtag group of, <laughs> yeah. of misfits that together can, together can take on right. the world. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, the sadder so. thing about it, though, is that it's like Konami that's like eat, eating them up and sort of destroyed them. Konami, which was like... Like when I was, I, I tweeted this the day this was announced. But like when I was a kid, Konami was like untouchable gold. Like mm-hmm. everything they made for the yep. NES was incredible. Mm-hmm. And now yep. they're like pretty much this like social game company that has a couple of big hits and then just kind of merges with people and destroys them. <laughs> it's kind of sad. <laughs> it sounds like yeah. the old EA. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I thought I read the first story. JJ was kind enough to print out a lot of the news. For me, and I read the first story, and it goes in progression. Like Hudson ceases to exist, and I wrote like different <laughs> things, notes on it. And I was like, Bomberman, Am Cry, pouring <laughs> out for Takashi, you know, Master Higgins. But I, I had a thing like, oh, the little bee is like flying off the big hive in the sky or whatever. <laughs> then I read the next one. I'm like, I'm the only one that's going to care about the bee. And actually, it's like, no. Then there's another story where it's like the Hudson Bee may live. Right. And there's another story where it's like, oh, okay, you're reporting on basically the brand is living, but what's going to happen to the bee? Like, right. we don't know. 
Like, What's going to happen everybody? to the bee? You should get its own show. But um, forget about the bee. What about the um, that ugly Zynga bulldog? Uh, <laughs> um, are we going to talk about Zynga? We're going to briefly you know, We are within shouting Zynga. distance of those guys. We could, like... They probably hear us. Yeah. yeah. Um, the interesting thing about this, so basically the developers of Tiny Tower issued this, like... Um, sarcastic uh, yeah. Yeah. congratulations to Zynga for making a game that they're saying it's basically ripping off their game. Yeah. <laughs> um, the evidence they it's put in there. Is, yeah. is it? Because, I mean, it he, here's the thing. How much more, is it more, explain to me or to people who don't know Tiny Tower and this stuff, how this is different from, say, like, uh, Guitar Freaks to Guitar Hero to... Rock I'll, band. I'll tell you what I think because someone else was saying that online. I forget who it was, but I mean, to me, the difference between something like that is you're taking sort of a that's more of a wide berth concept, like this sort of music game, like tapping notes to rhythm, whatever sort of thing. But and you like, have the same exact; mm. it looks exactly the same. The notes mm. come down. You have your on-screen avatar. But it's in the same way as like you know, all side scrollers could be compared to Mario, but they're not all Mario ripoffs, right? I mean, like, they're all doing kind of the same basic thing, but they're different uh-huh. games. But this is, like, the the levels look the same, the characters look the same, the wording is the same. I oh, mean, do the characters look the These screenshots yes, are so small, I couldn't see that stuff. the characters look the same. They have, like, the same words, like, on the same position of the screen, yeah, and in the, the same <laughs> areas. Um, like, it, this is just a blatant ripoff. Like, there's no way anybody could ever convince me that, like, this came up, like, in a bubble, and with these people did not, like... Basically, like, stare at Tiny Tower the entire time they were making this game. Right. The really? systems look identical, which is the real damning thing for me. I mean, if the graphics look similar, well, you know, th- those are the kind of graphics that sell on uh, on small systems like like that. But the systems are laid out identically. Right. And yeah. systems are where you really... Ke- there's no way those those could come so, independently. Yeah, this, and this is a problem, especially in the portable and iPhone market. Yeah. Yes. There's a company called Gameloft that just makes a living doing this. Well, and but also <laughs> let's not forget, like PopCap basically started right, out started out as one of these just blatant ripoff um, right. kind of companies, but and then they made some really good shit on their own and kind sure. of got away from that. Yep, is, I don't I don't foresee that happening with Zynga, but right. Well, I mean, like I got more problems with these guys. Well, it, yeah, and that's why I mean I think a lot of people are jumping yeah. in the story because it is it fits it nicely into also like a little guy versus big guy thing, and right. um, well, I mean. Uh, like you know, as much likes. as I wants to be ma- uh, as I want to be mad at Zynga, like both of these games are just like exploitive right. in-app purchase, you know, drug dealathons that just <laughs> you know prey on users' wants and desires, and it's just evil. Don't, don't are all video games prey on users' wants and desires? JJ industry songs. <laughs> So, um, as if Zynga's not hateable enough, um, apparently they're going to they're considering getting into online gambling. Um, oh God! Yeah. Is this an old article? Um, this is from January twenty fourth. Oh, okay. Um, also, I should thank all of our news sponsors who sponsor our news without uh, knowing it. Really, um, Andrea Sang, One Up, Joystick, Kotaku, NeoGaf, Giant Bomb, etc. Um, anyway, this story I think came from Joystick. Um, basically, Zynga has a poker game, which I didn't even know, but yeah. it is the apparently the world's largest online poker game with seven million people. Uh, every day, thirty million each month, and so they're saying their users want online gambling. And who are they to 
deny their users what they want. Um, they're investigating it. A company in the United States which outlaws such a thing. So, so they'll just yeah. put it in, you know, Cayman Islands or whatever. I mean, that's not gonna. Well, be I, a yeah, I mean, e- either way, like people in the U.S. probably wouldn't be able to use it. Uh, y- they would actually. No. Why wouldn't they? Because there were other things just like this, and they were all taken down. And you can't, all, you can't uh, they online were gamble ta- in taken, the United States. Right yeah, now? taken down as in like they block um, uh, Amer- American IPs from entering. It's illegal. Yeah, there was a law passed that like but totally. I, really, when did that down. happen? I think it was a couple of years ago. But uh, they were talking about it in the gaff thread. I feel oh, okay. like there'd be a way to get around that. Some loophole using in-app purchases well, where you buy maybe. the currency and then you transfer there's, it and then you can find some way I mean, to get the money back. Other games I don't, are pretty much there's definitely a way to get around your yeah. IP thing too. But that's that's interesting if, if that is the case. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I mean, I guess there's a big market for it worldwide still then. Sure. Um, but anyway, moving along, um, back to Japan. Dragon Quest X Woo-hoo. Beta. We should know that in the next couple days. Um, I don't know why who did that. I don't, I don't like the game. <laughs> for the um, the uh, MMO. Somewhere Shane Bettenhausen is just crying. Why? Because every time new screenshots come out for this game, he just like tweets and acts all sad about it. Oh, how simple it looks. <laughs> how it doesn't look good. It's going to look good on Wii U. Don't worry. Um, so, yeah. So, what's the story? Basically, on the 31st. They find email, out. They, I got an email today. Yeah, that said the emails will go out on the thirty first, saying who is in the beta. That's it. That's who in it. this uh, in this table entered? Not me. me. I did. I didn't either. So and in turn, Johnny entered. So that way, if I don't get in, he'll give me his. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next time to find out who made the cut. Um, so continuing along um, in this week's uh, or uh, episodes, Love Plus. Finally, news. Yes, Finally. back. Um, yeah, it's got a new this this uh, dating game for the 3DS is going to have a anywhere date feature that uses the AR functionality to insert your virtual girlfriend in real locations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't leave that leave that don't leave that where it is. Yeah, side. exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, this is like kind of what Awada was doing, I guess, in the last Nintendo Direct. Right. Um, so you can take a picture of anything and anywhere, and then you can kind of like graft a grid on top of it right. and have your girlfriend quote-unquote yeah. um interact with it in a few yeah, different ways they show her like leaning against easter island statues <laughs> they, i think right. it's fucking hilarious so i think like it's she can either stand or like sit down or poke her head out there was yeah. one where like she was like oh yeah she's poking her head out yeah here. there was like a like she was poking her head out of a like a fence or something it looked really creepy kasumi chen <laughs> yeah i too um, am I looking forward to taking a taking a honeymoon to easter island with my virtual yeah, exactly <laughs> Um, the guy who got married can do exactly that. The, the the interesting part here is that you can share your custom date courses with other players. So basically you can swap your virtual girlfriend around. <laughs> like a, well, yeah. Anyway. Uh, I thought that was That's funny. after the honeymoon. And, J- and JJ, when does, that, when does that game come out? On Valentine's Day. Very easy to remember yeah. um, for that. There's a PlayStation Vita game um, called Samurai and Dragons, which is basically free. Um, free to play you can buy a retail version of it for about 50 bucks um, if you really want to because it comes with like a bunch of tickets that let you buy stuff but otherwise um yeah you're going to be able to or i guess you already can download it um did i mention it's called samurai and dragons yeah yeah okay 
That's about all there is to say about that. <laughs> that's, right. what Ridge, yeah. that's what Ridge Racer should have been. It should have yep. been free, and then you just pay for the whatever you want. To I get, think it's right? smart that Sony is allowing this stuff to happen. I hate that stuff, but I, I do. T- I, I think it's nice to have the option, yeah. and I, yeah. obviously, it's forward thinking. And Vita needs, you know, all the help it right. can all the get. Thinking it can they get. need. They need it if they want to survive for sure. Yeah. So um, it's also in Vita news. Um, apparently, there's like a hacked firmware. At least there's videos of guys purporting that they've. Um, you know, they have a uh, hacked firmware that is letting them play more titles, more PS3 titles over the remote play feature. Um, it sh- apparently had a lot of input lag. I didn't see the movie, but showed them playing like Battlefield mm. 3, Arkham Asylum, Mortal Kombat, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they have shown this feature. Sony has themselves. They showed Killzone 3 running, and um, they did say that developers are going to get tools to help them implement remote play to current and previous games, but... Um, that's something I've been really wanting yeah. and look forward to, but not if it's if it's really laggy. That yeah. I don't know that, that ruins the experience. So. Yeah, um, Soul Calibur is coming out is out on iPhone. Um, that's about all I need to say about that. <laughs> I hear it's I hear it's how, that bad. It's the Dreamcast it? one. It's uh, on sale right now for twelve hundred yen, which I guess is like that's fifteen bucks. Yeah, yeah, the regular I, price is fifteen hundred yen, about twenty bucks. Um, yeah, I mean, no controls. Thanks. That's like how the beginning the of the end. How do you control that? I don't know. That's like the beginning <laughs> and the end of that conversation, I feel like. Um, but it's and it's the first Soul Calibur. You know, so. a lot of people like their, the, the King of Fighters game for iPhone. A lot of people swear by that. I, I don't really? Know. Yeah. Hmm. I know that a bunch of people played the Street Fighter. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, Origin of the Konami Code. Um, this guy, one of the guys making it, uh, Katsuhisa Hashimoto, was... Uh, making what? Gradius. Sorry. Oh, oh. Yeah, making making the <laughs> making NES. The code. He, and he made the Konami code. He was, but he was working on the uh, NES port of Gradius. Um, apparently, in a, from two thousand interview, just translated by Glitterberry. Um, and he talks about basically he made it. it fortunately, it doesn't get into real good details, but yeah. he, he made it for himself because he kind of sucked at the game, and um, he wanted to make something that was easy to remember. So little did he know that like he would be, you know. Putting it into the brains of millions and millions of yep. 80s kids. And millions and bazillions of and people. Yeah, you can do it on like Google and Facebook yeah. and everything else. That's, yeah. Kid Rickers is gold. Um, that shouldn't be a surprise because it's coming out on March 22nd. Is that, that's out and that's news, I guess. Yeah. Cool. I just heard that from someone last night <laughs> from a guy who worked on it, but I didn't know it. I was actually like public. Oh, that's no, it's cool. public. Yeah. Yeah. That's done. That's yep. awesome. Um, so, yeah, this story talks, was joking about like you can remind uh, creator Sakurai like time to start working on Smash Brothers, <laughs> um, which they've already talked about. And yeah, I just want to go on record that stand, I stand by what we talked about on the stand. It's fucking <laughs> ridiculous. I'm sorry. I can't wait to use it. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm not alone. Cave, yes, you are at this table. Back no, to sad table. social gaming news. Um, Cave has put a bunch of projects on hold and to refocus on social gaming. Ugh. And then, um, like the next day, announced their new arcade game. Really? Yeah, the new Dodonpachi. Yeah. So this is the Bullet Hell, the, them of Bullet Hell shooter fame. Um, basically, their earnings were way down than they forecasted, so they said they're going to do that. Which is sad, and when people are like, "Why do you? Why do you care? Why isn't I like iPhone games? Let's just have them both." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, that's true, but there's a price to be paid for like some of these social games and right. that sort of stuff. It's taking resources away, and mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's 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 like fighting the tide, right? It's mm-hmm. happening. There's no like stopping it, and yes, yeah, you might have to adapt or die, but yeah. I can still be sad about it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of sad, that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh- 
I have one more news. All right. Yes. Zelda T-shirt. So Zelda parkas. You oh, oh right. Parkas. Well, yeah, are there the T-shirts of, as well. No, that's well. There's there's 25th anniversary T-shirts, mm-hmm. but they're they're for like. Uh, Let's talk about what we're talking yeah, about. I forget how it works. Yeah. But anyway, Zelda parkas are out. Uh, I think as of yeah last. Made by King, King of Games. King of Games. Uh huh. Um, What's their website? I don't. It's long. Just look up King of uh, Games on on Google, and you'll find the it. hyphen King hyphen of hyphen Games. <laughs> oh, <Duh. all> right. <laughs> Every, most people know what the King of Games is. They make really <laughs> awesome Nintendo like official T shirts and yep. stuff, and they have mm-hmm. um, kind of pricey, hoodies but that yeah, they're very pricey. pricey. So they're, they're already selling awesome. the Zelda hoodies, right? Yeah, yes. they're already selling the okay, Zelda hoodies. Cool. They have two of them: a red ring version and a blue ring version. Actually, the blue ring version sold out the night that it came out, and really? I'm very, wow. very, very pissed because I even made a reminder that night <laughs> to order them and I was walking around 10 o'clock at night is when I went on sale Japan time uh-huh. and I'm like fuck I'm not I'm not going to order through my iPhone I'll just wait till I get home I forgot I went online the next morning and they were every size was sold out and they have wow. six sizes dude you know we oh, were sure. friends with them right yeah like just, cause I, so I ordered <laughs> yeah. one I emailed them I emailed them oh, afterwards uh-huh. yeah I emailed them afterwards and they said yeah well we'll probably do like another another print run of them okay, okay. but the red ones are still in stock which are also still cool uh-huh. I'll probably still get one of those I like right. a red one I got the blue one um, wait so they're how awesome. did you just what, whatever color John doesn't get so I can actually wear it <laughs> well, yeah right. so there, I don't know what the did you have the price Hiroko or no I was no. Yeah. But anyway, you can buy you can buy them overseas too. They have like a English set, a website set up. The price is it. like a mon and a half, I think. For yes, the, it's probably like one hundred fifty bucks or something. That is it, probably yeah. expensive yeah. more than more than that, that even if it's if all the exchange rate. But it's it's you know red ring man. It, it quadruples your defense, so you can, <laughs> or, exactly. or it kills your Xbox. Really high, right? Like <laughs> yeah. Well, it's cool too. It's got random. It's really got like. Good. Like pixel art, like inside the the the. Uh, the it's the yeah. really and, nice, yeah. mm. and it's it's random too. Like what pixel art you get is different. Like for really? every box, basically. Oh, that's yeah, like cool. Some of them have like a heart container on the back. Some of them have something else. It's got a little link like coming out of the front pocket. Like it's mm. really really cool. And it's not. It doesn't scream. It's not like a hot topic thing where you see it from like fifty <laughs> feet away right. and you're like, uh, okay, like yeah, I, I heart container Zelda. Yeah, <laughs> and actually, the one thing I really like about it is like the inlay, like inside the hood and stuff. They have like a pattern, like. A Zelda pattern, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like kind of gray on black or whatever, gray or maybe it's stylish, like light red yeah, on the lighter stylish. color. Yeah. Uh, so they're really super nice. big on quality. They're really, yeah. really nice. These are things you have for like a long time. They're uh-huh. not right, right. things, but they do cost a bunch more. But we were friends with them. We buy a bunch of their stuff. So mm-hmm. um, please uh, check that out and yeah. see if you're interested. They do have other T-shirts. I'm not a big they, fan. They also have the Legend of Zelda 25th Anniversary Limited T-shirt that you right. can order right now. Yeah. Yeah, you can right, order, you can pre-order it, it, I think, and you then they will have enough for everyone, basically. Um, yeah, so that um, you could order till February 20th, and then um, it will arrive in May. So, um, I think that's it then, but we have our Vita contest yes. that we need to talk about. So, we are giving away a PlayStation Vita. What? Ooh, that's right. Woo-hoo. Can just, I enter? Just in time for the U.S. <laughs> launch, you will probably get it by the u.s launch <laughs> maybe if you win maybe um yeah to be honest like uh it would have been great to get out earlier but um yeah. due to a lot of different logistical problems not the least of which is shipping that thing yeah. with the laws that there are about very difficult shipping right. things with a battery in turn across on a boat with it that's right, right. Take um, it to you i don't know exactly how we'll do that but it probably will Charles arrive Charles. a little after oh. it comes out actually maybe we should just bring it to gdc and then send it from that's probably how we will do it that's probably how we will do it yeah. in which case you'd get it in mid-march March. but anyway whatever sell it, it take it back free Vita. yeah um 
Okay, so here's what you will do to enter the contest. Um, there's two steps. It's very simple. <laughs> it's so simple, even Only a child could win the Vita. Um, first, you've got to like us on Facebook. We have a company uh, Facebook page. It's 84. It's one you, button press. Yeah. If you can't find it, look it up on Google. 84 Facebook. 8 4 Facebook. It, it'll come up. Right yeah. there. Somewhere, that's, I that's part of the, the journey of the, yeah. to get it's part you. Part of the work. Yeah. That's right. Fun journey. That is the step one. Step right. two, you have to tweet publicly. <laughs> Make known both your love for 8-4 and your shame as someone who will stop at nothing, <laughs> bothering their friends with crap just to win a Vita. Um, you have to tweet, I, your name. Your Facebook name. Your actual Facebook name. Right. Not just type out Y-O-U-R Facebook name. No, no smart Unless asses. that is your Facebook name. <laughs> <laughs> that would, well, mind-blown yeah. inception. That person is disqualified. I'll right. just say um, that right now. So I... Then your name, your Facebook name, like 8-4. And then the hashtag that you have to have, because this is where how we're going to find it, um, everything has to be right, or else, you know, once we find it, we'll disqualify you. But, but the hashtag is the important part, so make sure you spell it exactly. Um, the hashtag should be social media whore for Vita. And... <laughs> That's four F O F O R. Don't not number four. You elite hackers use. Right. Um, so yeah, so one last time, JJ. What do they got to do? Step one. Uh, you got to go to our Facebook page. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, which you can find on the Googles uh, and like us. Yes. All right. And then step two, Hiroko. Um, you have to uh, tweet us a message saying, uh, "Can I read it?" Uh, it's not really readable, but it's- <laughs> I like. Eight four. I your Facebook name. Oh, right. Like eight four, mm-hmm. and then hashtag. Hashtag, uh, social media horror for Vita. Yes, and for those of you who couldn't hear that, social media horror for Vita. Oh, because you're because oh, she because was, was talking was, oh. away from the house. <laughs> so <laughs> do that, and we will before our next episode. We're going to look up that hashtag. Mm-hmm. We're going to choose somebody at random. We're going to see if that name also is in our Facebook likes, and that person will get a call out on the next show as having won the Vita and get it probably the show after that. So And leaving uh, friendly messages on our Facebook page or nice reviews on iTunes won't help you, but it also won't hurt you. It yeah. might help. <laughs> I, it might help. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I say <laughs> random, but people couldn't say I was, you know, see mm-hmm. I was using air quotes when I said we're going to randomly choose somebody. Mm-hmm. It might be the person who gives us, you know, also gives us an awesome iTunes right. review. I'm just right. kidding. <laughs> but anyway, if you want to follow us on, a, on Twitter, you certainly can. Um, mm-hmm. I'm at Mark MacD. I'm John TV. Brendan Beyond. Hiroko84. S-P-R-S-K. Or you could follow all of us at 84Play. And if you want to give us feedback, um, let's do the feedback crap. 8-4.jp is our website. You can find us there. You can find us uh, on NeoGAF. There's always a thread there. You can find us on 1UP. Uh, and I think that's pretty much it. iTunes. iTunes. Well, yeah, we said that already, but yeah. Um, and I guess that's about it. Feedback's always welcome. Good luck, everybody, on entering the contest. Um, tell a friend. I know it's not in your best interest to win the Vita, but <laughs> I didn't really think this through a whole lot. But, um, yeah, and good luck to everybody. And until next time, who wants to take us out? 
or do I got to choose somebody? Uh, probably just have to choose somebody. All right, I'm gonna spin my. I'm gonna spin my pen. <laughs> We're and playing spin the pen. Whoever it points at, that's to end, end it. That that, that looks like John. John. That would be John. John. Resident Evil Revelate Tons. <laughs> <laughs> I have received him. I have received information about a CIA dog, Guy Kazama, who assassinated a member of the force. He intends to enter you to you, Mr. Lee. Really? Well, that's interesting. So we plan to do with three of the toughest fighters. By the way, Dr. Garcia, how is the development of your ultimate weapon, Indra, coming along? Boy. <laughs> 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 As the President of the United States, I ask you, all mankind, I'll try. But I can't take the responsibility. This is just too great.